0: This is another digital citizen. That's what the am going to do, you 5-0-4. 5-0-4. 5 4 Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and uh, welcome to this uh, Portman's version of another digital citizen. Uh, I will explain why in in two seconds. Before uh, that, I will introduce someone that's with me. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, it's not a poor man's version. It's just that I'm on my cell phone and I'm not in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, you just sound a little different than normal, but it sounds fine, to be honest. I don't have any internet. (laughs) The cable company is having problems. They said the problem would be fixed by nine and it's been all day without internet. Yay. Guess who bought himself a little boost. I bought myself our 12 hour unlimited uh, use of internet. I was like yep. And they told us that they will work on the, uh, they took my electricity at 8 o'clock in this, this morning. So, so when I woke up and did not have any electricity on my cell phone, and I had two missed calls from my dad's, I didn't understand why. So that was one. right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it like, hopefully, it'll be back tomorrow or something, right? You're assuming, or did they say anything as like a timeline? Usually, they it don't even that? tell you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, they said they said it could uh, be as late as nine today, or uh, even tomorrow. So who the fuck knows? Okay, well,
1: there's a great deal right now you can get on, uh, free Assange's, uh, get one, if buy one, get free, uh, get a free Assange with with the purchase of any two other political prisoners, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, w- where is he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> so is he still in the UK?
1: Oh yeah, uh, he's going to fight extradition uh, and that could take uh, like years in in the courts to fighting extradition. So he he'll be in the UK mm. probably for at least a year if not more to be honest. Mm.
0: I I wonder if like because we know uh, America has done this before but You have gone illegally into countries and just kidnapped people to your country. It's like, it's not very, it's not a hidden secret, I hope, that you've done that before.
1: Well, no. It's a place called Guantanamo Bay. I think everybody knows about it at this point.
0: (laughs) A little place called Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Why don't your government just, like, take your top guys, get them out of uh, the UK and, like, Get him.
1: Uh, it well, that would basically break a ton of international laws, and uh, I think the UK would probably be mad at us if we did that. And I think that's what we're worried about. Like, we if it's some when, random African country, we're not worried about pulling people out. But if it's the UK, I yeah. think it's a little bit of a bigger issue.
0: <laughs> when did you last care about international laws, Mister? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the time that you lied? <laughs> to the about about uh, the bombs in Iraq. Remember all the mass, mass uh, weapons of mass destruction. By Saddam Hussein had. I think the UK was so in that. on
1: that too, with the Tony Blair there. So yeah, we're kind of in, in cahoots yeah. on that
0: one. <laughs> if that isn't one of the biggest lies in history, it's pretty close. I can't I can't think of a, a better or, or a bigger hoax than that on 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 my tongue right now. Can you think of anything that's bigger than the Iraq war? Lie. Uh God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I don't think Christianity was,
0: in general. I don't think that was created by America. Well, <laughs> well. Uh, the Mormons. Mormons, Mormons is the correct answer. The Mormons. They are always the correct answer. So how's your week been? Uh happy belated Easter. All uh, right. Yeah, busy how was
1: your, week. Uh, Uh, My niece has a birthday, like, right around Easter. So, birthday party on the weekend, and then Easter with the family and everything. So, it was a busy weekend. I got a lot of work done, too. I built, like, a new garden bed. Did you go to church? It was a pretty zen... No, I did not go to church. I didn't even go, like, (laughs) to the Easter egg hunt or whatever that everybody else does around here. Um, I was just working on the weekend, so... But... It was pretty zen, to be honest. After the Mueller report came out, it, everything, I was feeling pretty zen what? after that, to be honest. What's the report? <laughs> There's this Mueller report thing that happened that we're going to talk about, not in the news this week. We're going to do it in the main topic. I've
0: never, ever heard of this report. What is this? <laughs> <sighs> it
1: was interesting, though, to be around people after this and get so much of a different reaction than I have in the past few years about different things, like people asking me about what I thought about different candidates and what I thought about Bernie and like, um, it just felt like people wanted to ask me questions about uh, American politics in a more sincere way now that this has gone past and everybody realizes it was bullshit and they all heard me say it was bullshit and so now they're going well maybe he does know what the hell he's talking about I think that's what it was, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, we were suppo- talking about the main topic, we were, we were supposed to talk to a genuine uh, phone sex uh, worker, sadly she had to cancel, but we promise we will uh, have her on again, just things that happened in her family, that is very, very, very sad and out of her control. Right, So
1: yeah. It happens. We'll... Hopefully she'll be back. Uh, we're still talking, so hopefully yes. she'll be on soon. We, we do have a planned date when she's going to be on, but
0: we'll, hopefully it'll all work out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it will. Uh, but uh, talking about American politics, uh, I've heard some rumors that uh, there will maybe be a press conference about somebody running tomorrow.
1: Right, apparently Joe Biden is going to announce. What I saw, I didn't see a pref I saw a, vi- a video. So I'm assuming maybe an online video uh, announcement. I heard I heard video announcement. Did you hear something about a press conference? No, no, okay. no, no, no. You're just assuming, no. right? Yeah. I I would assume too, but what I saw was it was going to be a video announcement. I don't think they want to take the risk of Biden getting up and having a live <laughs> mic and screwing something up making some joke about that uh, I don't know Harvey Weinstein or like he makes some kind of Bill Cosby joke and like that wouldn't be very good.
0: And th- this is a, I'm 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 a little angry at him, and I w- I I'll I'll tell you why. It's it's not only if this is true, like we're, it's a not a hundred and ten percent confirmed, but we we, we think it's uh, it's probably going to happen tomorrow. But if it happens tomorrow, I'm a little disappointed in him. Uh, not because he's running, but uh, uh, how how it will hurt the Democratic Party if he's in it for a long, 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 long time. I, I think it will hurt having a candidate we all know is going to lose against uh, Trump because... He will lose against Trump. I, I will tell you now. If he is the candidate of of the Democratic Party, he will lose against Trump. I, oh, yeah. I, I'm uh, going to be photodomous about that. I don't think that's very... I don't think that's even like a
1: very... Uh, what's a good word for it? Controversial opinion. Uh, yeah, sure. I guess so. Controversial. Uh, just because yeah. it, he just doesn't have... Well, number one, he's run for president twice already and didn't win the nomination either of those times. So he already has a track oh. re- record of not winning the nomination, uh, and then all of the other, uh, all the other baggage that comes along with him. Um, mm-hmm. Like Fro said, it just it, it's gonna pull down whoever. Uh, even if he doesn't get the nomination, him just being in there is going to pull down whoever whoever does get get it. Yeah, exactly. And
0: that's that's the problem. Not like the, the uh, it's as a Bernie supporter, it's kind of it's. I'm, I'm 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 a little sad that he thinks this is a good idea. Uh, as he should be smarter and actually uh, think to himself that. Well, if I'm doing this I'm actually hurting the the party and also the democratic process by doing it. Not only because what he's accused of, but also the way he has fucking reacted to it. Like it's it's like he's not denying anything. He said he's very, very sorry, but there's more and more stories and we know all know. Uh, at least I know, there's no smoke without fire.
1: Well, that and some of his past policies um, are not great, uh, and they're going to be able to attack him on those policies as well, not just this one uh, big glaring issue that is really not that far from everybody's mind as far as history goes. It was only a month ago. I think what they're counting on coming out on Thursday, speaking of which, why is everything coming out on Thursday? In the last... What the hell is going on? Everything happens the day after we do our show in the last, like, month.
0: Um, Have you noticed that? Is that weird? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I think they're waiting so we don't talk about it that week. I guess. Sure. I mean... uh, I think the idea
1: is that so much has happened, like, uh, the Assange thing happened, and then right after that we have the Mueller thing coming out, and then right after that, he announces, so it's almost, like, and but right before all of this, was him being accused, or his accusers coming out, and I think he feels like, since all this stuff has happened, with Notre Dame, and with Mueller, and with uh, Assange, and everything else, that the news cycle has gone past, and he feels like, all that stuff has been forgotten, but I don't think it
0: has, so. No, and um, uh, it's like, uh, if this, If this was a year ago, let's say this came out a year ago, I would think it would be easier for him to get into the race. But it wasn't a year ago, it was like four months ago, not even that.
1: I mean, even the people I I was talking to, like Easter, uh, about... uh who, who they want to get elected. One person was saying Biden, but then everybody was like that, that can never work But whatever. And then they changed their mind kind of. And was like, I think people want somebody younger. They want a younger candidate out there. And my question Mm. to that, that person, I was like, what is the purpose of getting a younger candidate? And they kind of looked at me like, what? And I was like, is the purpose of getting a younger, younger candidate in there to attract younger voters because if that's the idea, I can tell you who attracts no. younger voters is Bernie Sanders. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he yeah, attracts no.
1: millennials like nobody else in the in the field. So if your whole plan is get a younger candidate to attract younger younger voters, it's a misguided step. Because you already have somebody that attracts
0: younger voters. They, they, they think they're voting for the Pope, you say? <laughs> that's why they want the younger person. Sure, uh, I guess Pope, so. I, I just think it's kind Pope of an excuse. Yeah. Uh, the Pope did not good, look good in his Easter service, by the way. He did look very, very sick.
1: Oh, really? I didn't...
0: But, I, I, yeah. No. Ooh. Ew. Oh maybe maybe he always looked like that uh, and i i I am exaggerating but sure. I, I thought you you looked very very sick anyway uh have you heard about uh, uh the hunchback of Notre Dame um uh have you ever seen that Disney movie
1: so long ago uh I or read I, the book <laughs> I don't think I ever read the book I think I just saw the Disney movie to be honest Esmeralda mm-hmm I barely. I remember not thinking that was one of the good, better uh, Disney movies, to be honest, but that's
0: just me. The villain is uh, fucking amazing. The villain is amazing. The rest of it is shit. But uh, Disney, the studio behind the 1996 animated version of The Punchback of Notre Dame, is shipping to help rebuild the famed Paris Cathedral after fired the, the landmark on Monday. Uh, two days after the disaster entertainment giant that also operates the Euro Disney park, uh, 20 miles from Paris announced that it would contribute five million towards, uh, and that's dollars I'm presuming, uh, towards rebuilding the effort which already has collected and hold your horses, people. Nearly one billion fucking dollars in pledges. Uh, what do they say? Oh, they say Notre Dame is a beacon of hope and beauty that uh, defines the heart of Paris and soul of France for centuries. The soul of so- uh, France for centuries? It's not like the the Eiffel Tower or something. No. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, inspiring awe and reference for its art and architecture and for its enduring place in human history, Disney chairman, CEO Robert R. Iger said, The Walt Disney Company stands with our friends and neighbors in community, offering our heartfelt support as well as $5 million donation for the restoration of this incredible masterpiece. Okay,
1: uh, it says here, other major donations, $113 million from a French businessman, uh, Selma Hayek, and the CEO of uh, Kiering, uh, also gave money, uh, let's see, the head of Louis Vuitton has promised $226 million, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of really rich people giving a lot of money to
0: this church. One billion do- dollars for a fucking tower? Are they going to plate it in gold or something?
1: I cannot imagine that it's going to cost one billion dollars to fix this, but um, sure. <laughs>
0: uh, one billion dollars? Then it's like like it's it's like that's ludicrous. It's not like it's like. It's like uh, I, I uh, it's so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. Oh, you know, sc- I, like couldn't they use one billion dollars on people that really needed it and not the fucking tower? And uh, people were so um, outraged on online. It came out many conspiracy theories about. Uh, this, uh, of course, because fu- people are not fu- fucking stupid, uh, the Norwegian broadcast system had a case on their homepage for, like, Parisian angry-over-conspiracy theories of, of, of uh, the Notre Dame. Yeah, well, it doesn't make it, it very much better by pouring money into this. Like, pouring one billion dollars is it's, <laughs> it's so, such an, an amount that, that you have no fucking clue. One billion dollars. I, I, me and Luke and could never use one billion dollars in our lifetime. And It's a million
1: the- million dollars. I don't think people realize. Right. Is it a thousand million dollars? How much is it? Let me look that up, make sure I'm right. But it's like, when you think of a million dollars, that's like a lot of money. But a billion dollars is like almost inconceivable when you really think about it. Let
0: me make sure. Yeah, I think it's thousand million dollars. If I'm not a hundred percent correct. I think it's thousand million. <sighs> uh, a billion
1: used to be equivalent to a million million. Yeah. Uh, Well, American Uh, English has always equated it to a thousand million. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay. That's why I was confused. (laughs) No wonder. Yeah.
0: So is it a million million? It's a
1: thousand million in American English, right? Yeah, it's
0: a thousand... Okay, okay. So it's a thousand million dollars. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of...
1: And I'm also (laughs) looking up here, UN estimates world hunger uh, could be... Uh, completely depleted for thirty billion uh, a, a, in a year. Oh, ah, so if thirty, I mean, if they, if they raised enough money for thirty Notre Dames, we could end world hunger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now look, well, all we need is this fucking tower. It's so important for society. Yeah, um, we're not really the only
1: ones upset by uh, them getting so much money. And the Yellow Vest movement is also not very happy about um, all these rich people oh, in I why. France giving all this money to a building when they're they've been protesting uh, inequality for what six months now, probably. Six months. Uh, yeah,
0: I want to say this is, this is this is putting fuel on the fire.
1: It, it it basically reinvigorated the whole movement. Uh, the yellow yeah. vest uh, protesters set fire Saturday, along with with marching through Paris to drive home their message to the government they believe is ignoring the poor. That rebuilding the fire-ravaged Notre Dame cathed- cathedral isn't the only pra- problem that France needs to solve. Uh, like the high visibility vest, the protesters wear this. Scattering small fires in Paris appeared to be a collective plea to the French president, Macron's government, uh, look at me, I need help too. Uh, And police fired water cannons and sprayed tear gas to control the crowd. Uh, These protests marks the 23rd straight weekend of Yellow Vest actions against Macron's centrist government, which they see as favoring the wealthy and big businesses. Protesters view themselves as standing up for the beleaguered French workers, students, and retirees who have been battered by high unemployment, high taxes, and shrinking purchasing power. Yeah, they're not super... I mean, think think about yeah. what a slap in the face to these people that have been marching this whole time it is for these, especially like yeah. the French billionaires, their millionaires or billionaires, like uh, Louis Vuitton, to give all this money when they've been protesting, hey, we're we're hurting here, and then they give a billion dollars to this building that, like Fro said last week, they are, the church already has tons of money. <laughs> it's the Catholic Church. Yeah. Come on now. Have you yeah. seen the yeah. Vatican? It's covered in gold. <laughs> <laughs> Sell one of those fucking chairs and rebuild it, alright?
0: I'm going to tell you one of the most depressing stories of, of my life. It is also one of the most incredible. I was in in Russia, I, I was in Saint Petersburg. Uh, I was, I think I was, I think I was uh, f- uh, between fourteen and sixteen, some, somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh, I was, uh, was at the Peter's Palace. Okay, and uh, was two moments there that made me cry. Uh, one of my favorite painters in the whole fucking world is Pablo Picasso Uh, I love Pablo Picasso and his work it's one of those uh, 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 I love the movie about him I I love the story about him like everything like he 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 was the inspiration for me starting painting and things like that I painted a, a lot of things and uh, also, how I became interested in, in graphic design was Pablo Picasso. So we were down in the basement of this uh, uh, palace, uh, and uh, uh, we were with the curator, and she was showing us this basement, and it's it was very um, a very moist uh, cellar. Yeah, you sure. It was very, like, it was very... Humid, like, right. Humid, yes. And and she said, yeah, um, here we keep a lot of paintings that we, we don't have space for upstairs. And it was rows and rows and rows of rows and rows of paintings. And she pu- pulled out uh, an original Picasso, and she said that, like, she was pointing at mold in the picture. And she said, like, uh, the government would rather have it molding uh, downstairs there than sell it and help its people. And that made me cry. Like, that that literally made me cry. The the thought of somebody being so ignorant and so self-absorbed over... Over something that's so beautiful that nobody in the world will see because it has now begin to mold it, like the the indecency to 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 keep that for yourself and not even like try to like help your your people. It, this was when Russia was extremely poor. It was just r- around when Boris Yeltsin came to power. So we, we're talking. Uh, the 90s, in, in, yeah, yeah, in the 90s, in in Russian history, like uh, Gorbachev was still uh, still still very much uh, like uh, discussed in in Russia if he was a hero or a traitor to open for the West and things like that. And I I remember like, uh, we were in St. Petersburg, we were at some of the, we were at the first Pizza Hut and things like that, like, you know, and and they didn't even have McDonald's. They didn't have Coke. It was the first time I I drank Dr. Pepper because Coca-Cola hasn't came into the Russian system anymore, uh, yet. Like, this is, this fucking long time ago. And this reminds me a little of that. It reminds me of like using so much money on, on something that is so important for someone that already has a shit ton of money, like the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church could itself pay for this uh, with, a, with a teaspoon of what they have a teaspoon of what I have in, 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 in money. People pay 10% of their tax uh, or of their money to the church. And even more in in like deep countries in Guatemala and people are starving Catholics that even pay 10% of their, their earnings. Even if they're starving, they pay 10% of, of, of their earnings to the church. This reminds me of that. Of course people will be pissed off. It it is infuriating. Yeah, and
1: and there's nothing you can really do about it. It comes down to power more than anything. Like you were saying with this painting, if you can keep the people poor, you maintain power over them. And as soon as they get some kind of grip on wealth, if if the whole country is well off, they're not looking to you to try to fix things, and that loses some of your power. So keeping, maintaining power has a lot to do with something like that. The reason why they wouldn't give that money to, to the people. So, yeah, it's it's all terrible and corrupt, really, when you think about it. And, the,
0: and, and there's something about like you, you said, uh, world hunger could be st- uh, sold by building thirty eight towers. Why not use this billion dollars to to try to to at least do something better than building a fucking tower? It's shit it's 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 like it's like giving me a million dollars because I I I, I, I took a facelift. It's like I okay Thank you, but why? (laughs) Like, (laughs) why are you giving me a million (laughs) dollars? Because I'm vain. It's like so fucking stupid. I I actually got something
1: from Jeremy from our Facebook page, another Digital Citizen Facebook. Uh, (laughs) It's probably a good place to put this in here. Uh, It says, my cousin Josh was working on restoration of the Des Moines, Iowa Capitol Building, and... Set the dome on fire. Whoa! Oh. Just like Notre Dame, no conspiracy here. Uh, just an incompetent person doing his job. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was an interesting story. His 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 cousin actually lit uh,
0: the Capitol building on fire. <laughs> but even even though, uh, and uh, thank you for that uh, message, Jeremy. Uh, I think that but was a response though, to us last week, by the way, Fro. Uh yeah, talking yeah. about I- yeah. But even though, if if it, if it it shows up that it wasn't a conspiracy and it was something very like, it was a mistake. What I'm hearing is I, like I, I'm, faulty. I'm still
1: shit angry. Oh, the yeah, the money has nothing to do with the uh, whether it was uh, this or that. What I'm hearing is uh, faulty electrical wiring, is the thing okay. that I've been hearing. Faulty electrical outlet. Uh, possibly sparked and set everything on fire. That's what, what that's like the thing that I'm seeing the most right now. I don't think it's been confirmed yet though. So,
0: but are you sure it wasn't the arson? Because the man who carried gas can into New York Cathedral attempted uh, uh, arson. A 37 year old man who <laughs> entered New York's famed Saint Patrick's Cathedral carrying two full uh, gasoline cans. Lighter fluid and lighters are charged with attempt of arson on Thursday. W- no shit, show up.
1: <laughs> How, <laughs> you,
0: Maybe the church, church runs runs on with. gas. Maybe the church
1: it, is powered by... It's got a gasoline engine in it. <laughs> maybe.
0: Uh, Wednesday uh, incident uh, occurred two days after massive damage change, uh, in Notre Dame, so... Uh Yeah. It says here the New York charged with a second degree yeah, there attempt you go. arson, second degree reckless endangerment, and trespassing after he entered the Roman Catholic Cathedral in Manhattan before 9 p.m. on Wednesday, and was conf- con- confronted. I, I almost. Uh, read it he was confused by a security but he was confronted by a security
1: All right I, and I don't see anything in here um, saying that it's in any relation to Notre Dame uh, or even that this guy was thinking he was inspired or anything like that it, does, it doesn't seem like this has anything to do with it
0: well yes to a case that has to do with something else. But talk us through this horrible, horrible bombing in Sri Lanka.
1: Right. Uh, massive bombing. Um, I, I mean one of the main things reasons we're covering is because there's so many people that died. Uh, death toll in Sri Lanka as of now stands 321 dead, 500 injured. Oh. Um, Awful. Uh, retalii- uh, Sri Lanka bombings were said to be in retaliation for the tri- Christchurch attacks in New Zealand. Uh, A yeah. series of bombings at churches and luxury hotels in Sri Lanka that killed more than 320 people on Easter Sunday uh, were in retaliation for the mass shootings at the mosques. Uh, this is from Sri Lanka defense minister. The pre- preliminary investigations have revealed that what happened in Sri Lanka was in retaliation for the attacks of against Muslims at Christchurch, uh, ISIS has said they um, were behind the attack. But like we've said in the yeah. past, ISIS just says that about things randomly. So, <laughs> But according to them, seven members of a radical Muslim group, National Thafiq, uh Jamath, uh, sure, a domestic... Sure. Mil- that's never going to catch on like ISIS. Uh, they gotta shorten that down if they want that to catch on those terrorists. Oh. Uh domestic military group might have had international ties. We're behind the Sri Lanka attacks. Uh, the health minister says Monday.
0: Yeah, no it's, uh, it's so so uh, terrible. And it's also that it has a relation to this church thing that we also covered. I mean, it's... it's... it's pretty... Uh,
1: This is an interesting part uh, here. The government blocked access uh, during this... after the bombings. The government blocked access to sites uh, such as Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram after the blast. Only adding to the confusion and sense of chaos in parts of the country, as residents and visitors sought assurance that the danger had passed. Uh, so, so yeah, they cut basically cut off all these uh, sites. I think the government idea was to keep terrorists from talking to each other, but they right. in a, in a way they cause more chaos because people are trying to talk back and forth to find out what's going on, and they find, and all of a sudden they're not able to do that. Uh, that would be even more scary because you don't know what's going on then. It's scarier when you don't know what's going on than when you do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, two people uh, were involved in an attack at the hotel. And one uh, bomber attacked the Cinnamon Grand and the other hotel. So then, hours later, two bombings also... Another place. So, it was it was in different places. Uh, there was a case that I forgot to send you, but one of the richest Danish people in the world, like the richest Danish uh, man in the world. Okay, he lost three of uh, his daughters in this attack. Oh wow! Yeah. So was very 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 big in Denmark.
1: Yeah, um I mean it was a it kind of got drowned out by other stories in the news this week here in America, but it was still pretty big news yeah. here. Um just for the sheer amount of people who who were hurt or passed away. Um it it is it's sad and at the same time I'm looking at this going Sri Lanka and New Zealand are like no relation to each other but these people see this as like retaliation. I mean it's like the terrorists mm-hmm. see this and it's they're so disconnected in my mind. I don't see how these people see this as like uh, some kind of retalii- equivalent retaliation but it's yeah, it's just it's terrible.
0: Now to a local me too uh, case in uh, Norway. Norwegian, the airplane company, by the way, uh, tells female staff if they want to wear flat shoes, get a doctor's note. Norway's biggest airline has been slammed for its sexist madman approach to its company's dress code, effectively forcing its female staff members to wear heels. Low-cost airline Norwegian Air has told its female staff that they must carry a doctor's note all times if they want to wear flat shoes. This controversial clause uh, is featured in its company's new 22-page dress code which states female workers must at least have two centimeters heels all times while at work. Those uh, who decide uh, to get the doctor's note will have to renew it every six months. It's almost comical uh, when we face the issues in uh, 2019, Ingrid Hoenbø, a woman, uh, spokesperson for the country's socialist left party, told Norwegian newspaper. When, while we, rest of the society have moved further, Norwegian uh, sits firmly to a madman universe uh, from the 50s and 60s. Another eye uh, uh, catching clause in Norwegian's new company regulations is that male companies are not allowed to wear makeup <laughs> with the expression of concealer tight acne and bruises. Their hair can't be longer than the shoulders' length, and they can't wear earrings. Look. Oh, okay. Flame, mm-hmm. Female employers, on the other hand, are extended to use land makeup, light, foundation, and tinted bolster, eyeshadow powders. They're allowed uh, to use fake eyelashes as long as they don't look fake. <laughs> Who's going to fucking decide if they look fake or not? Yeah, uh,
1: uh, there's got to be some kind of determination. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but, is there like a a picture and then there's a picture of eyelashes that look fake and there's a big red x on it in the manual or something I don't understand that uh-huh.
0: at all The jewelry is also under strict uh, strict journey. they can only wear two rings on every hand <laughs> but none on their thumbs only one color choice is there is allowed uh, are gold and silver so you can't have any other co- uh, colors What if your wedding yeah. band is black
1: <laughs> No you're not allowed to wear your wedding ring, then?
0: Nope. Okay. which has defended itself by arguing that their uniform regulations is not too different from other airlines, and that their aim was to offer more specific information to the staff to avoid any confusion. What fucking confusion? witch <laughs> crew must follow the company's uniform policy. Company spokesman Astrid Mannin. Uh, Gibson told uh, Norwegian outlet Vega the uniform is neutral and discreet, and yes, it does place the different requirements for men and women when it comes to makeup and up, up and so on. This is a common on, uh, among other airlines, too. Fuck you, stupid Norwegian cunts. <sighs> Jesus Christ.
1: It does say uh, female workers must wear at least a two-centimeter heel. Two yeah. centimeters is not a very big heel. <laughs> Let's be honest there. Well, it's not like it's... they're forcing them to wear eight inch stilettos all the time. No, no. A two no, centimeter no. heel is like two centimeters is not even the width of like your, your finger. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two
0: centimeters is more than that. No, it's not. It's... It is? <laughs> no, it's not. It's. It's like a bottle, uh, bottle top for your soda. Would be uh, two centimeters about there, there, sure. Like the
1: like a, yeah. a plastic twist top is what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, not like yes. a glass, like bottle top. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, maybe uh, yeah, close to there. But that's still that's like really, that's short. It's not you know it's not extreme. Uh,
0: but all no, the uh, uh, extreme, but it's still. Uh, Fucking stupid,
1: right? I think all the other things on this list are crazier than that, um, because I feel like even just wearing regular shoes, like my regular shoes or like high tops, have like a two right. ce- two centimeter heel on them. I think,
0: but mm-hmm. oh. yeah, no, I agree. Uh, what about the uh, UK? Let's go to there. The because, UK. Uh, uh, it's gonna roll they, out. They like. Oh, they like to masturbate in the UK. There, there's nothing else to do in the UK. So,
1: I think people like to masturbate everywhere in the world, Fro. I think no. that's true. No. I think it's kind of a universal thing. Uh, but the yeah. UK is gonna roll out age checks on porn in a in a world's first. Uh, Britain is set it is. Britain in July is set to become the first country in the world to introduce age verica- verification to access online pornography, the government said Wednesday. Child protection groups welcome the move, but digital rights groups warn of possibility of data leaks and implications for online privacy. Uh, new law, which would be f- into force on July 15th, would require commercial providers of Internet pornography to check on users' age to ensure they are 18 or over. Different sites would use different verification methods, ranging from an online passport or credit card checks <laughs> to special vouchers that can be bought in shops. Uh, oh,
0: this is so fucking
1: stupid. This is like, it, 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 like you think of like uh, Nazi Germany, and they're like, "I must see your papers." This is like you go to wa- the watch a porn movie, and they're like, some German comes out and goes, "Show me your papers." You want to watch Booty? You show me paper!
0: (laughs) Uh, You need a pussy passport! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you gotten your dick in the pussy passport?
1: Oh man. Uh, It says adult content is currently too easy for children to access, uh, said digital minister for the digital Margaret James, said in a statement. Websites that fail to implement the verification technology uh, could have payment services withdrawn or be blocked for British users, according to the Department of Culture, Media, and Sport. I can't believe that's even a thing.
0: Uh, I love their acronym as well, DCMS. And, and this is,
1: of course, uh, the gover- a- this is after the government announced earlier this month proposals to make social media bosses personally liable for harmful content and shut down offending platforms like we c- covered in the past. So yeah, this is more it's internet censorship never, is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's never ever going to work. And I will give you... A very, very, very a good three-letter uh, reason why this will never work. Can you guess those letters?
1: Look, I think it's VPN.
0: <laughs> I also think it's VPN. <laughs> <laughs> it's never ever going to <laughs> to work. There's a reason why why I use VPN, and it's not to uh, look at porn, but. Um, uh, I, I use VPN all, all the fucking time to access, uh, American Netflix, for example. Right. I mean, there's or
1: plenty of re- reasons to use it, but I imagine that, uh, it, some, there's going to be one or two VPN, uh, services that are going to get a huge bump in, uh, subscribers or, uh, people using, using their product. In yeah. in the UK in July, it's just gonna probably skyrocket. Uh, so if if you have if you want to buy stock in something uh, in the UK, I would suggest <laughs> some kind of VPN company because yeah. yeah, their stock is Nordic gonna VPN. rocket.
0: Nordic VPN, I really recommend them. It's a very good company. Not only because they have my uh, the Nordic in them, but it's actually a very good VPN company. I think they're stationated in Canada. Nordic v- Nordic
1: VPN. You don't you think they would be yeah. in some kind of Nordic country? <laughs> no,
0: no, I know, uh, but I think their main office is in Canada. Sure. Okay. I don't even know. I've I've used them forever, like since way back in Nordic? the day. Yeah, it's so good. Love Nordic VPN. And it's not too expensive
1: either. You know, there was another holiday this week, Fro, besides Easter. No. Yeah, there was. Was a- it? Yeah, there was a holiday that, like, Cypress Hill and Snoop Dogg yeah. enjoy. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> there,
0: there was four... For. Uh, it was oh, April 20th, that.
1: right? Hitler's birthday, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really Hitler's yes. Yeah, Yes, 420 is Hitler's birthday. I remember, I remember that very clearly because it was like when I was younger it was a, a oh, piece oh. of propaganda people would use to, to like say oh, people who celebrate 420 they're, they're celebrating Hitler's birthday. Like, because, you know, it, yeah, it was like a piece of propaganda in my childhood, I remember.
0: But it is true. Uh, but Do I get to read about this? Yeah, go ahead. Because Carl's Jr. will become the first major fast food chain to debut cannabis-infused burger, but it's 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 not really true because it's only CBD. You're right. Uh, it's
1: not. Uh, it's not full the full cannabis plant, but CBD right. does come from the can- cannabis plant. Right, but you can also
0: get CBD from from uh, hemp, can't you?
1: No, no, not well, not in the same amounts like, it would take a lot of hemp. But C- CBD is, uh, they make specific kinds, of, like, they've genetically enhanced certain kinds of marijuana to, like, be
0: mm.
1: only CBD plants, and like, by genetically modifying or breeding the plants to make it so they don't have any THC. Uh, but I, yeah. CBD comes from marijuana, not
0: uh, so- hemp. Uh, it's uh, said it will debut on 420, of course. Uh, the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. Fucking that sounds delicious. Will be topped with a CBD-infused Santa Fe sauce and sold one location in Denver for a single day. It will cost, guess what? 420! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. That's honestly, yeah, uh, for,
1: I'll be honest, kind of expensive for a Carl's Jr. cheeseburger, four dollars and twenty cents. But
0: I'm sure it is. But but it's kind of a gimmick. Oh thing, yeah, so. it's
1: definitely worth. I would, I would buy it uh, for four dollars. Yeah, me too. yeah.
0: Uh, if the burger sells well, uh, Carl's Jr. may consider expanding the test selling CBD infused burgers and more locations. Executive uh, uh, told Business Insider, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome uh, after Canada. This has been a big thing in Canada already. We we talked about it with soda. It was, uh, what was it? Coca Cola? Yeah.
1: Did uh, Coca-Cola. CBD? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, soda. Uh, this is this is huge for America though. As far as. Um, Carl's Jr. is all around the country. This isn't, like, a local chain. uh, Well, Carl's Jr. is, like, West Coast, and then East Coast is called Hardee's, but it's the same company. Uh, So if they did, if this was... uh, If they do uh, decide to put this out all over, uh, this would be, like, kind of the first commercially available marijuana product uh, in kind of a very mainstream... Uh, company. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of a big thing. Um, the everything right now in America is uh changing as far as cannabis culture.
0: Uh, it, it's very very good to see it.
1: Right. I a- actually the guy from Cypress Hill was on the Joe Rogan Experience. I would recommend everybody go check that yes. out. They talk a lot about how how it was when uh Cypress Hill started out and how it is now as far as uh legalization and everything else um one of the best uh rogans in a, in a while he even says like it, this isn't just going to change america what america is doing it's going to change the world eventually uh oh. so yeah it's, it's pretty interesting
0: yeah uh, it's, uh, it's 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 uh, um it's a retail restaurant that is increasingly intrigued by CBD. Walgreens and CVC have sent deals to sell CBD uh, topicals, and a uh, trendy restaurant chain by Chloe serves the CBD-infused uh, sweets. Uh, so it's very, very, very good news. Eurovision time, Eurovision time, uh, to uh, former uh, Soviet states this week. We start with Sina, like it, uh, from Belarus. What did you think about Sina? I, uh, what did I write down here?
1: Oh, 2000s pop. Uh. Yes. Uh, very much taken like Christina Aguilera. Yes, <laughs> uh, she even even has like the belly shirt that Christina Aguilera yes. wore back in the day. Yeah. Uh, the back the mm-hmm. backup dancers have these weird frilly pants that don't really go. So rich. <clears throat> they don't really doesn't go with anything. Yeah, they don't go with the singer's outfit either. She's wearing white, and they're wearing these no. black like almost like cowboy pants or a cowboy who's yeah. not a real cowboy somebody who's pretending to dress up <laughs> like a cowboy
0: yeah no i totally agree and the song the song is is very generic it's very eurovision it, it is very uh, um, i don't think her voice is 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 bad but I know she's not, good yeah 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 no but it's it's it it's the song itself is so so fucking like I've done heard this a thousand times before. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: uh, it's the generic mid mid two thousands maybe late nineties female pop song. Britney yeah. Spears, Christina Aguilera. I mean, I could name yeah. twenty or more of them. Uh, but it, she she is a fairly good singer. Uh, I yes. like her look. I like some of like the setup as far as. Uh, the lighting and everything was very cool. I don't really like the backup yeah. dancers. They're not even really, they. I wouldn't say they take away, but they don't add anything.
0: No.
1: Um, overall, needed
0: in the video. I gave it a three. Kind of it, it in the middle. Five. Yeah. So we we're pretty close there. Okay. It- and uh, yeah, a three and three point five is 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 uh, yeah. So on the lower, it's it's better than than uh, one of the worst we have had. So then we have uh, Shengis with Truth from Azerbaijan.
1: Yeah, I wrote down. Well, this is a music video, so we don't really get the uh, full performance uh, aspect of it. Oh, uh, but it kind of reminded me of like a Bjork music video, didn't it? Yes. Because it's very, very random. There's like all these random things happening that aren't really <laughs> interconnected and like. With the weird song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. trying to. You can tell like the music video is going for like an international feel or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. But I also wrote down why is he shirtless? <laughs> why is this guy not wearing a shirt? I don't understand.
0: Very, very, very good question. I, I think it is. Uh, to do with uh, that, uh, this is trying to appeal for women and gay, man, and gay men. I guess I mean, so. Then that, that's that's more or less the 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 the, the, the people that are watching Eurovision. <laughs> I suppose that's true.
1: Like, yeah, maybe he's going for votes. Maybe that's what it is. But it's not like the guy is a bodybuilder or anything. He's a normal looking dude. Uh, If he was like, if he had like an eight pack and he was like super ripped, had giant shoulders and everything, I'd be like, okay, that's why he doesn't have a shirt on. This guy's just a normal Mm -hmm. looking dude to me, but all right. Yeah.
0: But what did you think about
1: the song? I I liked this song. I thought it was very good. Um, Yeah. It had a good message. Uh, I thought it stuck. Uh, it had a message that resonated from the country. It kind of it used some of the local language very slightly. I think there's like one word in there that they kind of repeat. Um, I gave this a five. Actually, I thought it was pretty good. I think it has a good chance. Uh,
0: do you know what? Uh, this is uh, one of my darkest horses this year. I really, really enjoy this. Uh, I've I've heard uh, this song more, more and more this week because I usually just watch everything twice. Once I, I watch it when it comes out, and once I watch it with my dad, and we 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 score everything before a uh, Eurovision, but this song has as as uh, kept uh, playing on 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 spotify and and i i i i i think this has a very good chance as well i i i think it's one of the strongest contenders of this year and i am actually giving it a seven
1: yeah I, this is i mean as far as my scores go this is up there uh with as a contender, I think um, at the end I think it's gonna be in my top three of ones that I imagine would be the winner. So we'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Next week we will do two neighboring countries that we haven't done, and it will. I think it will be the last time with the Eurasian. So we are very happy about that, uh, Jeremy. Uh, And we'll do Malta and Greece uh, because they are very close to each other and uh, two songs that I actually spoiler alert very much like Oh, okay So, we have an email address, it's another digital citizen at gmail.com another digital citizen at gmail.com no emails this week but we have a Facebook group. It's uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. And as you heard, uh, Jeremy commented on something that we talked about last week. If you go there and comment on the post we make on there, uh, we will uh, guarantee read it out loud if you want us to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Uh, lots of stuff going on on the Facebook. I guess I just posted a lot, and there's other people posting on there. Um, yeah, an interesting week on the Facebook, so go check that out.
0: Yeah, let's go into the TV of the week. I I uh, gave up Supernatural again. Uh, I think it's uh, my last time giving it up. Uh, but what I did watch was a British TV show that i think you will super like and it's called ghosts look it's kind of what we do in the shadows kind of like okay uh, where we follow uh, a bunch of ghosts and uh uh, but it's not a documentary it's about uh,
1: folumentary or whatever (laughs)
0: yeah it yeah is it a comedy though yeah, it's, it's very, very, very funny. Uh, two episodes uh, has come out. Uh, it's about this couple uh, that is going to start a uh, uh, bed and breakfast or something. I think it, or a hotel in this haunted house that is very, very, very filled with ghosts. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I will not... I will not ruin anything, other than saying that something happens and uh, and things <laughs> tries uh, starts to get uh, very much funny in episode two. <laughs> it's one of the most funniest uh, shows I've seen in a very very long time.
1: Okay, and what was it called again?
0: Ghosts. Okay, I'll have to check that out.
1: Ghosts. Yeah. Uh, actually, pretty slow week. I guess it's because I was super busy. I was, I didn't really watch any t- TV at all, movies or TV, uh, on the weekend just because I was so busy. But um, Big Brother Canada secret twist, uh, the secret room. Mm-hmm. They like had this, ru- they had this room, and they just it started out empty, and then over the season, the Big Brother has just been filling it up with random crap, uh, files and different things, and the one guy finally found the secret. To this room uh, which turned out to be like a hidden safe that came out of the wall in the secret uh, mm. panel behind the shelf uh, very good uh, th- this is one of the best things about so cool. Big Brother Canada is they put they build the house and then they cr- like build secret passages into it and they have the secret Leon's lounge this season which I didn't think was as good as some other secret rooms but then this week, we got the secret uh, wall safe, which I thought was very cool. Yes.
0: Uh, it's, it's extremely good. Uh, I watched uh, Sex Education on Netflix. Okay. Uh, with Asa, Battlefield, uh, Nasaya Gatwa, and one Jillian Anderson look. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, This is about a a geeky boy that uh, has um, a sex therapist as his mother. Um, uh, And uh, it is fucking hilariously funny. Eight episodes. Um, I recommend this very hard. uh, And yes, that was trying to be a pun. Uh, I think I would give it an eight and a half the whole season. Uh, Oh, Ghosts, I gave eight and a half as well.
1: Okay, uh, I saw, let's see, what was this on? It was on Hulu, actually. Uh, Hulu. Rami is a new show on Hulu. I've heard about this. Is this good? Uh, it's a comedy. It's about, um, a Muslim man and his struggle to find a girlfriend or get in a relationship. Um, His family is kind of forcing him into a relationship because they feel like he's getting too old and that if he gets any older, he's not going to be able to find a wife. It's like, you know, his mom is like, when are you going to get married? When am I going to have grandkids? That kind of thing. Uh, And he's very, he's not um, a strict Muslim and the rest of his family are very strict. or The people around him. Uh, at his mosque and everything else are very strict, uh, and he's it's his the his journey of trying to find his way through life, uh, through this strict Muslim life, but being kind of just a, a normal American guy. Uh, it's a comedy, but it ha- it has a lot of deeper meaning as far as religiously. I thought it was very interesting from a atheist perspective because this guy is he's kind of like. Halfway in and halfway out of this religion, um, it's good, but it's maybe not for everybody. Uh, I gave this a six. It's pretty. I mean, I wouldn't. I'd say it's above average, but um, it didn't make me like sit there and crack up laughing so hard that I would move up, move it up uh, above a six. So, mm. I recommend Why it. Though, I mean. Well, one thing is it's got a, very, a lot of very serious topics. So you're not; it's not like laugh out loud kind of funny. It's more like deep thinker kind of funny. Um, but I'd recommend it if you want a new show that's kind of funny but also makes you think. Uh, this is a good one. Mm. And it also kind of gives you a little insight to, like, the world of uh, American Muslim family and their the way they see everybody else in the world and the way, uh, there's one character who's like his uncle or whatever, uh, who is this, this huge jerk, like misogynist, racist, uh, guy. Um, and the, the, that part where he comes in is very funny. Uh, but it's, but it's still focusing on sexism and racism. So how, you know, it can only be so funny when you're dealing with those kind of subjects. So,
0: well, I decided to torture myself this week, for no fucking reason, um, uh, because I watched uh, one of uh, Luke's uh, most recommended shows uh, ever, uh, called Abbey's. Um, oh, Abbey's, okay. I thought you were going yeah. somewhere else, but alright. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Luke recommended this. Oh, he didn't. Um, but uh, this is so bad! It's so bad and especially because they're outside and the laugh track thing uh, it's so it's so obvious look it's so bad why did I watch two episodes of this just because
1: because I said I it was
0: bad I guess yeah yeah I I give it a one I I laughed out loud once but i i think that was for the wrong reason (laughs) right i mean
1: (laughs) uh the problem is there's this laugh track i think i said this but you hear the people laughing and you're like there was no joke there or did i miss the joke or like No. no there's no joke and then they put in the laugh track um yeah, it's just not funny. It's the problem. It's a comedy show that's not funny, and that's a real, real problem.
0: It's, it's, it is so boring, and it's 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 like it's so trying to be hilarious, and it's so trying to be like ha ha funny, and it oh fucking hell! I hated this show. It was so bad. All right. Uh... Yeah. The-
1: I checked out something we said we were gonna check out this week. Uh, Bear yep. Grylls, You Versus Wild. Did you do you watch oh, any of this? Fuck. Yeah, I did. How many episodes did you get through? I did get through four, I think. Oh, I only did three. Well, we're that's pretty yeah. close, but um, this is not like. Did you do the one?
0: No, no. Did you do the one with the dog? That's number three, isn't it? Uh, People are, star, are in a in a series. Uh, the series. Okay, here's my main problem with this: we're supposed to think that he's doing real missions in this, and 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 he's the worst actor in the whole fucking world. Right? And he's so he's so fucking like oh. Oh, I'm so talking to you! You have the ability to. Where do you go? Do you go left to right? Yeah!
1: <laughs> I mean, the problem uh, I had with this, I don't know if you. Uh, I did so three funny. episodes and I never failed to make the right choice. Did you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I did you once. Did? I did an episode. Uh, okay. I did an episode. Oh, in episode four, I I needed to go back because I did a I did a stupid mistake by uh, gathering snow instead of hiding under a stone. Okay,
1: I never I I watched three episodes. I, I I never managed to like make the wrong decision, even though I was specifically uh, basically.
0: Right. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, I tried to make the 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 wrong. Uh... Right, okay, that's what wrong. I was about to say.
1: I I, I was... Yeah. At, at a point, I was specifically trying to make bad decisions. I was trying to <laughs> yeah. kill Bear Grylls. Can I kill yeah. Bear Grylls in the show? And the answer is, you can't. There's no, no way can. to, like, murder him. Uh, no. Even though there's one where it's like, do you walk across this log, or do you swing on a vine? And it's like, that should yeah. that should be, if you pick the wrong one... Something happens, you have to go completely back, but I don't think that's yeah. even the case. Um, no, there's one that I, I was reading about. This one, somebody was saying, there's like a choice whether you to eat the, uh, I think it's ants, fire ants or something. Yeah. Eat, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Or or eat a, this but uh this worm, and it's like yeah. if you pick the worm, he just goes oh. Well, this is actually poisonous. Oh, I can't eat that. And then it just takes you back and makes you eat, <laughs> yeah. the, eat the ants. It's like there's no way to yeah. lose, basically. Which in Bandersnatch, there was definitely ways where if you went down the wrong path, uh, you had to go all the way back to the beginning. To, to you know what I mean? Where this is, it's not the same as Bandersnatch. It's no, it's very different. It, it's not one big piece. It's all these different episodes, uh, and it's. I don't know, it's dumbed down, but I can't see this helping with the, um, if they're going to try to do more interactive stuff like this in the future, they need to stick more to like a Bandersnatch kind of formula and get away from this, because, Yeah. or if you're going to do something like this, you need to make it where there are options where you can fail more uh, spectacularly, I guess, you know what I mean? Because that's, right,
0: right.
1: Uh, after a while I, I'm getting into it and that's what I'm looking for, I'm like, can I
0: fail at this?
1: Uh, and the answer is no.
0: You know, th- that's that's one of my biggest problems with this, is, like, it never felt like... Uh, even though he's making it... Uh, like, especially in the start, uh, the first episode, you can choose, uh, take with you uh, a crook or... or um, or, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, the thing that you shoot, uh, kids with, uh, what's it called again? Like You shoot uh, kids
1: with it? Uh, uh, <laughs> slingshot, yeah, yeah, it's well, a slingshot, well, or, slingshot, or a,
0: uh, grappling hook. That's what it is. Grappling word. hook, yes. Right. And, and I, I picked the grappling hook because I'm not fucking stupid. Right. But second time, I, I picked, uh, uh, the slingshot... And I got, uh, uh, and I fell down uh, uh, the log because I wanted to go to the log because I thought that was the safer route. But he still uses the fucking grappling hook that I didn't pick.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't get that. But there is the one part I picked the grappling hook. I picked the grappling hook, and then I went down the river and was in. Enc- I encountered the. The uh, alligator, I think it was, or crocodile, right. and he says, "Oh, t- too bad I don't have that slingshot. I could sca- I could hit it and scare it away, but then I just scared it away anyways." <laughs> so it is like right. totally pointless. Yeah, I gave this a three. Uh,
0: I gave this a two.
1: Okay, I mean, I gave it a little extra. Maybe I think it's still it's an original concept. You know what I mean? As far as like the uh. kind of choose your own adventure concept uh being interactive on a television so i'll give him a, a few extra points or an extra point for that i guess but um i like i said stick with the bandersnatch snatch formula and uh stay away from this like episode by episode make it just one big yeah. piece cuz the episode by episode thing does not work for me so
0: yeah no and 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 uh, the plot line is extremely fucking stupid. We're supposed to uh, deliver some medicine in the two first episodes and I think it's the second one that we're looking for the dog I think that's the the second one uh, and it's it's just like yeah it's very obvious that everything is very 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 staged to look the way it is so. It's just stupid.
1: Alright, anything else you saw?
0: Yes, I've, uh, I did say uh, see Project Runway, uh, season 16. I binged that, and I also binged, or I have started binging... Uh, uh, where do I have it? Uh, Madam Secretary, season 5.
1: Okay, um... Did you see Nick Kroll on what we do in the shadows this week? No. Yeah, Nick Kroll. Uh, you know, you know who that Ooh. is, right? From Nick Kroll yes, show. He he yes, actually yes. plays a vampire in the latest episode of what we do in the shadows. Uh, oh. They they're trying to kind of recruit him. It's it's this is the best episode yet, episode four. Uh, and then actually something we didn't mention. I had said in the past episode. Uh something about energy vampire and emotional vampire or something and actually right. bring in somebody. Well, one guy is the energy vampire and then the girl is the emotional vampire. I made a mistake and then the show actually uh, added a character. I was like, oh, I made a mistake. And then it turns out that that actually is a character later in the season. So that's pretty cool. Oh, okay, cool.
0: You yeah, know, I haven't had the time to watch in what we're doing in the shadow. I totally forgot about it. It's been just one of those weeks. Right. I totally forgot about that show. <laughs> I can't wait to see it though. Yeah, this episode four is
1: the best episode yet. So check it out. Nice.
0: Okay, uh, should we go into the main topic? All right. Let's do it. It's the Mueller report that came out this week. Uh, If you have lived under the rock. Hey, look! was this the Mueller report? This is the Mueller
1: report, uh, the redacted Mueller report. Um, Actually, we should talk about the redactions real quick. I'm going to send you a picture uh, that I found that I thought was very interesting.
0: I took a picture and sent you. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah. What, What is this? I don't see the picture you sent me. Uh, where'd you send it to me? I see,
0: uh, on the coast, on the podcast sh- uh, chat. I sent uh, a, a picture uh, of uh, page twenty. Oh, I, that right. Said, okay, I thought you just sent yeah. it to
1: me just now, and I'm, I'm like, I'm oh, over here looking oh. for something. I'm like, what? Yeah, on no, th- you sent
0: saying... on Thursday.
1: Right, yeah. right, right. Well, go ahead and look at that picture I just sent you because it also has page twenty. This is the entire. Muller report zoomed out, so you can see where it's oh, redacted cool. and where it's not redacted. So it's every single page, kind of. Uh, it shows you how much is redacted and how much is not. They say just about ten percent of the report is redacted from. Yeah, and if you look at this, I'd say that's about right. I mean. More pages definitely don't have any redactions than do. You can see page 20 there very clearly, the one you were talking about, the big black (laughs) square. It's the only page that's completely black. Um, uh, But we're going to focus mostly... We're going to do an overview of of kind of everything at the beginning here, but we're going to focus mostly on the WikiLeaks section of this report because... It has mm. not been talked as much about uh, as other things. I think it's important to cover this section because we got to remember what this whole thing was all about, uh, what, what people have been saying this whole time. It Of course, it's completely changed now because of this report, but we've been saying that uh, Trump was working with uh, the Russians who were working with WikiLeaks. All three of these groups were working together. This report came out. Obviously, when Bill Barr put it out, he said initially in his uh, letter that Trump, there was no evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians. Right, Fro? Right. But uh, still people are talking about whether the Russians colluded with WikiLeaks. Uh, So we're going to go into this report and go to the section that's about the WikiLeaks working what Wikileaks knew and what Wikileaks didn't know about the what uh what the Russians gave them or if the Russians gave them uh this information right um we'll get into that in a second but uh let's do like kind of we got a couple of uh this is gonna be a kind of a long section of the podcast I can already yes. tell but we got a couple news articles we could talk about and and then we can just kind of go into it um what we think about it I think we should go into what we think about it first and then we'll do the news articles so go go ahead from
0: Yeah no oh uh, uh, I' I've, I've actually have read the whole fucking report uh, I have as well I uh, uh, so if if people out there are like oh you have not read the whole report yes I have read the whole report uh, I actually listened to it <laughs> uh, yes. For- I cheated. I cheated as well.
1: I, I read most of it as well. Uh, like, I, I, yeah. I listened to it on Friday, Saturday. It took me a mm. little, you know, a little while. Um, Fro sent me, there is an Audible version of it, but I yeah. got it off YouTube before the Audible version was up. So I listened to it on, like, somebody had taken it and recorded it using Apple text-to-speech. So it was like right. that text-to-speech voice. But I listened to it and then I went back and um, read through a bunch of it uh, just so that I knew the things that we were going to talk about today and also just... Uh, when I went back and read through it, I, I, I know... I In my head, I'm going, okay, I, I did get this information when I listened to it. Uh, I'm just rehashing right. it now that I'm reading it. So, uh,
0: But yeah, yeah so that it, is a good point to Google, make. For all- and uh, it is on Audible for free for everybody.
1: so Right, so if you gonna are going to get an audibletrial.com/anotherdigitalcitizen forward slash another digital citizen subscription and you want your free book and your 30-day trial, don't get this as your free book because it's already free. Get another book and then get this for free as well if you want to listen to the entire Mueller report. Uh, my guess is a lot of people don't want to listen to the entire Mueller report, but honestly, it reads, like, listening to it, it reads kind of like a spy novel.
0: Yes. It, it, it actually does and um, it is uh, I, I I kind of I kind of knew that it, it would be bad I, I'm going to split this in very two different uh, parts I think uh, I think he obstructed I am I think it's very clear that he tried to obstruct uh, the investigation I don't I don't I, I see a lot of proof for him trying to hinder the investigation. When that has been said and done, I think, I, because I think we have been very clear on the Russia thing. Our obstruction, we never said, or I will be very clear, I have at least never said that. I didn't think you would try to obstruct anything.
1: But... Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, even if he did obstruct, they're not going to be able to prove it. And I'll I'll tell you why. Because proving obstruction is harder in this case because Trump was so vocally, publicly vocal about it. Um, If Trump was totally quiet about it and didn't ever say anything, a lot of the things they're using as saying it's obstruction are things he said out loud to the public uh, about these kind Mm. of things in speeches and things like that. Uh, so if you're going to prove obstruction in the court case, for instance, you have to prove that he intended uh, to obstruct it because he knew he did something wrong,
0: right? But yeah, and that's that's, but, that's that's kind of the biggest problem,
1: right? But if he's if he's telling everybody, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, uh, mm. and he's saying it vocally, then to prove that he obstructed because he knew he did something wrong. When he's saying, "Hey, I didn't do anything wrong," you see what I'm saying? It's hard to prove obstruction when he was so vocal about saying he didn't believe it was true. Um, right. So I mean, it, it's not it's not completely out of the realm of happening, but I would say it's going to be really hard for them to prove obstruction just because he was so vocal. If he had if he had kept right. it a big secret and then we found out about it, oh, he was doing all these things behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, it would be one thing, but he wasn't. He was being very up up front and open about it. So obstruction, I I see the case for it, but since he was so vocal, I don't see it actually uh, him getting in trouble for it in a court case.
0: And I think it's I think it's funny uh, that uh, or is it funny sad or funny ha ha that. Uh, him uh, having people that works against him in to the inside the white house is probably what has saved him from <laughs> from from more trouble because yeah he, ha- he gave uh two times the message of of getting rid of mueller and that would be devastating to him uh but the people that got that or didn't do it right <laughs> they basically said, yeah, sure, crazy man, and yeah. he just, like, walked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, uh, by admitting uh, that uh, he tried to get rid of Mueller, yeah, of course, I, I would say that he's uh, trying to interfere with the investigation of, of him. If you try to get rid of those, the people that are investigating you, that is kind of obstruction, <laughs> if, I, right. if, I, if I have to be completely
1: honest. Uh, yeah, there's definitely, like I said, there's definitely a case for it. Um, but right. proving obstruction in a, in a court is different than there just being evidence for it. Uh, let's be right. clear on that. Um, right. I think something then- interesting to point out on this is the when it was released, the timing of this release, uh, right before Easter weekend... When lots of people are going to be busy with their families on Easter, they're not going to be paying attention to this. Another thing I think is interesting is the Assange arrest. I think this proves that the Assange arrest was on purpose uh, or Mm -hmm. with purpose because it happened, and then right after it, this is released. If this was released before Assange's arrest, I think there would be even more of an outcry uh, for Assange because of what was said in this report, which we're going to talk about as far as the WikiLeaks stuff here in a second. Right. Uh, The second thing
0: is collusion. Uh, I think this uh, once and for all uh, proves that Russia tried very, very, very hard to collude with Donald Trump, but that Donald Trump didn't take the bait. Did Russia help him in uh, the 2016 election? Yes. Did, uh, did, uh, Trump try to hinder, uh, this help he got? No, but who the fuck would? Uh, uh, yes, if he, if he was a better person or a better, uh, man about it, he would probably be more like, uh, trying to like go against, uh, uh against it. But he saw what uh, was given to him, and it's very clear that they 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 tried very 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 hard to help him. Did it help him? I'm not sure.
1: Well, the are you well? Number one, when you say they helped him, you're saying they tried to help him themselves. They weren't helping him as right. in we're working with him helping him. Right, um, right. I want to make that clear. Second thing is, there is no way to prove uh, if Facebook ads affected votes. Yeah. No. That is not approvable uh, meddling. You know what I mean? And no. and the amount of money they actually spent on Facebook ads and other things is so minuscule compared to the amount of money, yeah. say, uh, Hillary Clinton spent on Facebook ads. You know what I'm saying? Right the amount that these Russians did compared to the amount that Hillary did is like minuscule. So uh, when it comes to like the bots and the memes and the Facebook ads, I don't think those, the amount of effect they had on the election is minuscule to nothing.
0: I I would say uh, uh, if I gave them a little credit, maybe it helped 1%.
1: Sure. It just, there, but there is no way to prove it one way or another whether it helped no, no. or or even hindered at all or did anything at all. There's no there's no, no, no. way to prove that. So it, to say it is, I mean, it can be said. It doesn't make it true. Um, when it comes to but, uh, med- meddling, uh, as I, that,
0: far as that they tried, that they tried, they darnest to do everything in their power to get Donald Trump to power. Yeah. Well remember it
1: remember in the primary debates when Hillary, what was Hillary Clinton talking about Russia in the primary debates? She was talking about how horrible and evil they were and how she needed to take they yeah. needed to be taken over and that they needed to kick out the uh, their leader, and that the, we needed to get into Ukraine. She was saying this during the primaries, before it was Donald yeah. Trump versus Hillary. So, of course, yeah. the Russians are going to have a motivation to not have Hillary in there, because she was talking shit about them through the whole primary debates. They that, Not to, like, give them, like, credence, like, oh, it's a good idea that they were trying to uh, mess with people, but that's the reasoning, is because Hillary was talking talking all this horrible stuff during the primary debates. I think the thing mm-hmm. that is clearly meddling, or what they call meddling in our election, I don't think bots or anything that affected votes. I don't think Facebook memes of Bernie, gay, gay Bernie memes affected uh, the outcome of the election. I think the Russian meddling in our election was the releasing of documents that showed that the Democrats cheated in our election. That was the meddling. Yeah. The Russian meddling was them releasing documents that showed that the Democrats cheated. Is cheating in an election meddling in an election, Fro? <laughs> I would say it is. Right. <laughs> we got to put that into perspective here.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not saying what Russia did was uh, good in any way. Uh, but I'm. I'm just saying that uh, what they did against Bernie in the Democrat section of of, of, uh, of uh, the place is 10,000 times worse than uh, whatever Russia did. Should we go into the Sky News? Sure, you go into that one. Donald Trump has declared game over uh, for his haters, but a long-awaited report revealed how the US uh, uh, thought uh, the firing uh, man investigating his team alleged links to Russia. The redacted, 448-page, uh, two-volume report of the consul Mueller, Robert Mueller in injuries pl- published on Thursday set out multiple episodes which uh Mr Trump uh dedicated others to influence uh the Russia probe. Among those disclosed was uh, uh the president urged to aid the investigating the sacking of Mr Mueller himself, like we talked a little about right. in june twenty seventeen, a month after Mr Mueller appointed uh, the probe uh, possibility. Uh, contribution between uh, Mr Trump's election campaign and Moscow the Moscow, uh, the president attempted to remove Mr Mueller from his uh, the position the lengthy document described how uh, uh, Mr Trump uh, called White House lawyer Doyle Don McCain and told him uh, to call the then Attorney General Jeff Session uh, to say Mr. Mueller had conflict of interest and must be removed. McCain did not carry off uh, out the direction, however, deciding he would resign rather than trigger uh, uh, rather than trigger that regarded a potential Saturday night massacre. <laughs> the report added. Reference to the firing of key officials during the former President Nixon Watergate scandal. Uh, what else should we talk about? Uh, Uh, this part right here, um,
1: Mueller's appointment as special counsel to investigate possible Russia's links would end, uh, would spell the end of his White House, uh, Oh my God! This is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. I'm I'm fucked. Mr. Trump said, according to the report, uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people saying that this is somehow proof that he w- was working. the... Re- oh my God! This is terrible. This is the end of my pre- presidency. I'm fucked. Some people are using that and saying that that's um, ev- evidence that he was guilty. Like this is an admission of guilt. Um, well, I would say I think he's he's, he's, he's cor- guilty. I would say, well, I would say he's corrupt and he's got a guilty conscience. And so when he knew he yeah. was going to be investigated, it, he there's other things he's uh, he's a terrible <laughs> person. He he's got yeah. a history of uh, doing bad business deals, probably and things like that. So he thought he was fucked, probably for other reasons besides this Trump Ru- uh, Russia thing. Uh, yes. What else is there? Firing James Comey. Yeah. Uh, in a, uh, Mueller's team considered it inadequate, but they decide, decided against trying to compel Mr. Trump to give evidence in person due to the likelihood of a long legal battle. So that's why they never subpoenaed Trump. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that article. And then if we go
0: over to The Intercept, uh, this is Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. Uh, of Can we just t- to talk about two seconds about the uh, no collusion or uh, obstruction Game of Thrones tweet of Donald Trump? Sure. What did you think? Did you think about it? <laughs> I I'm, I don't it really think mean,
1: anything it. of it. Uh, it's Trump it's just, and it's Twitter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It is very Trumpy of him to do something like that. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, fuck off."
1: It does say for the haters and the radical left. Who says the haters anymore? That's very like that's not a like hip thing to say. Uh, the haters. I think. That, well, whatever.
0: Uh, Look, haters gonna hate, 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 hate.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Um. So if we go over this, Glenn Greenwald. Uh. Very good. Article from The Intercept, right? Glenn Greenwald is the person who actually revealed that there weren't any weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. So, reputable journalist here. Uh, Robert Mueller did not merely reject the Trump-Russia conspiracy theories. He obliterated them, he says. Mm. Uh... With regards to Facebook ads and Twitter posts from the Russia-based Internet Research Agency, for example, Mueller could not have been more blunt. The investigation did not an- identify evidence that any U.S. persons knowingly or intentionally coordinated with the Internet Research Agency's interference operations. Uh, note the exoneration includes not only Trump
0: campaign officials, but all Americans, he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's 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 something to think about. He didn't get any help from any Americans. Regarding one of the most cited pieces of evidence by Trump-Russia conspiracy
1: theorists uh, that Russia tried once Trump was nominated to shape his foreign policy posture towards Russia, Mueller concluded that there is simply no evidence to support it. Here's from from the document. Uh, the office did not identify evidence in those interactions of coordination between the campaign and the Russian government. Uh and yeah, it, it, this article goes on and on and on about uh, uh, everything showing that the, this proved the Trump-Russia conspiracy incorrect, including stuff about WikiLeaks. But I think we'll go into the WikiLeaks stuff ourselves right now. How does that sound to you, from?
0: I, I think that sounds uh, a little good.
1: Why don't you read uh, the, the... Pa- that thing on page 10 to start out with, and then we'll go into the... Uh... Yeah, yeah
0: because uh, there is a very weird definition of collusion that i used or or i should say uh, i found it interesting uh, that i that i said this in in the first place so
1: so this, this is actually uh, on page 2 of the actual report yes. if but if you're looking at it in the pdf which was released it's page 10 on the pdf but page 2 in the actual report so go
0: ahead for Yes, Uh, in uh, elevating whatever evidence uh, about uh, collective actions of multiple individuals constructed a crime, we appealed the frameworks of conspiracy law, not the concept of collusion. In doing uh, a crime, we appeal. no, sorry, in doing so, the office recognized that the word collude was not used in communication with the acting attorney general, confirming certain aspects of the investigation scope, and that the term frequently has been invoked in public reporting about the investigation. But collusion is not specific offense of theory or the, uh, liability. Liability. Ability, uh, found in the United States code, nor in terms of art in the federal criminal law. So, what they are saying is that you don't really have any collusion laws. Is yes. what I'm yeah.
1: we've talked about this in the past the only reason the only reason mainstream media has been calling it collusion is because if they called it conspiracy the word conspiracy yeah. has been demonized conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist remember we did the whole thing about uh, the CIA creating the term conspiracy theorist after JFK remember we did this whole. Mm-hmm. So they can't use the term conspiracy in the news. They had to use collusion because if they used the term conspiracy, it would be construed as them their conspiracy theory, which we knew it was a conspiracy theory all along, but if they were to say that, everybody else would have known it. So they called it
0: collusion. Yeah, and it's says even here, we apply the frameworks of conspiracy law and not the concept of collusion.
1: Right. That was just, it yeah. uh, was all misdirection by CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, and everybody else. It was all just uh, misdirection so that they wouldn't ha- have to say conspiracy because it would discredit them as uh, a news organization to say that they believe in a conspiracy theory. Does that make sense? Right. right. Yep. Okay, so we're going to go into the actual uh, WikiLeaks part of this. It's page 38 uh, actually, on the report, if you're looking at it in the PDF form, it's page forty-six is where we're gonna start. Uh, so this is about uh, the initial access and the intrusions into the DCC and DNC networks. The GRU had gained access into the DCC computer networks using credentials stolen from the DCC employees who had been successfully had who had successfully been spearfished a week before. Uh, over the ensuing weeks, so. That's not hacking, I want to point out to you. Spearfishing somebody and getting their password is not hacking, Fro. That is... Okay. Uh, as far as like the definition of hacking, they didn't break into somebody's computer. Using the password that you stole by spearfishing is not technically hacking, bro. Uh
0: Over the ensuing weeks... Can I, can I just ask you what page of the report did you say it was again? 38. 38. Or page 38.
1: 46 on the PDF. Thank you. Uh, Over the ensuing weeks, the GRU traversed the network, identifying different computers connected to the DCC networks by stealing network access credentials along the way of IT administrators with unrestricted access. The GRU compromised uh, approximately 29 computers from the DCC network. Approximately six days after the first hacking into the DCC networks, GRU's officers gained access to the DNC networks via uh, VPN connection. Uh, and then if, if you go down here, they, ha- they have VPN connection. It says want, uh, footnote 120. If you go down here, yeah. and they, a- they actually explain to people a what VPN. a VPN is.
0: Yeah. yeah. A VPN extends a private network allowing users to send and receive data across a public network. <laughs> uh,
1: between April 18th, 2016 and June 8th, 2016, a uh, unit 26165, so anytime you hear unit number, this is one of the people that they, uh, s- from the uh, internet research agency, so uh, right. it's one of the units from that uh, troll farm, uh, so we'll hear more of that in- here in the future, but uh, they compromised more than 30 computers in the DNC network, including the DNC mail servers and, and shared file servers. Uh, and then this next part is about implanting malware into the DNC and DCC files or computers, I'm sorry. Uh, They use tools uh, known as X-Agent and uh, X-Tunnel credential harvesting tool and RAR EXE. Man, I haven't seen a RAR EXE file since like
0: early 2000s. Yeah, Yeah, something like that.
1: Like back in the day, like Torrent oh, torrent problem. sites used to have rars. I remember getting I, re- I remember thinking it was funny. Uh, I would download ww uh, yeah. uh, yeah. raw in raw yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, The tools uh, are these intrusions to compile uh, They use these tools to compile and uh, compress materials uh, for infiltration Okay uh, they logged keystrokes uh, took screenshots and gathered other data about infected about the infected computers okay so that's let's go down uh, that's kind of the initial access let's go to I'm gonna go to page 51 which is actually well, okay. page 51 in the PDF which is actually what page 43 uh, in the actual document okay yeah on the same day june uh, 26 uh, uh, june 15th 2016 right the same day the used gru you also used Guccifer 2.0 wordpress blog to begin releasing pub- the public documents stolen from the dnc and dcc computers the Guccifer 2.0 persona ultimately released thousands of documents stolen from dnc and dcc in a series of blog posts between uh, June fifteenth and t- two thousand sixteen and October eighteenth, two thousand sixteen, uh, Release documents included opposition research uh, by the DNC, internal doc uh, policy documents and analysts of specific congressional races and fundraising documents. Releases were organized around thematic issues such as specific <clears throat> states that were perceived as competitive in the U.S. election.
0: Wow. Okay, so uh. I loved, I loved how it says, like, uh, the guru uh, officers logged into Moscow Bell's server used, launched off uh, WordPress blog. <laughs> and here it goes, guru officers logged into Moscow, yeah, and, and, uh, 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 and managed uh, the unit, and they uh, searched for specific words, phrases in English, included some hundred sheets, Illuminati, and world wild wouldn't know him. Why the fuck would I search for Illuminati?
1: Right, I thought that was really interesting as well.
0: Yeah. That was funny. Uh,
1: uh, it says... This is actually a super interesting part right here. Okay, so... Uh, The GRU also used the for 2.0 persona to release documents directly to uh, reporters. uh, Specifically June 27, 2016, they sent an email to news outlet Smoking Gun offering to provide exclusive access to leaked Hillary Clinton staff emails. The GRU later sent the reporter a password and link to a locked portion of the DCLeaks.com website that contained an archive of emails Stolen by Unit 26165 from the Clinton campaign volunteer in March of 2016. Uh, and then it says the GRU continued to release its release efforts through Guccifer 2.0 in August of 2016. For example, August, uh, in August, Guccifer 2.0 sent a candidate from the U.S. Congress documents related to the candidate's opponent, uh, the Guccifer 2.0 persona. persona transferred approximately 2.5 gigs of florida related data stolen from the dcc to the us to a us blogger covering florida pro- politics fro on august 26 Ooh. on august twenty-second, two 2016 the Guccifer 2.0 persona sent a us reporter document stolen from the dcc pertaining to the black lives matter movement okay wow. so why is this important well as of now, Julian Assange has not been charged with anything to do with uh, the, the 2016 Russian election meddling or anything like that. He, he's being charged for something completely unrelated right now. But according to what we just read, if they were going to charge Julian Assange for releasing the uh, Hillary Clinton emails or the DNC emails, they would also have to arrest this Florida blogger and this person who got this Black Lives Matter movement and um, documents uh, and reported on them as well, because they did the exact same thing that WikiLeaks did. The exact same thing.
0: Should I start uh, with uh, um, page 44, uh, the use of the WikiLeaks there?
1: Uh, right, well, one second. Do you understand how yeah. important that thing I just said is? Oh, yeah, 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 no, it's because super important. If they would have to charge a U.S., Reporter, A U.S. Pr- uh, yep. press, somebody from the press in the United States, they would have to charge them as well as Julian Assange if they wanted to do this. So um, that's why people are, are were talking about Julian Assange being erected, arrested as an attack on free press, because if they were to arrest him for this, they would also have to arrest these American journalists, just to let you know. All right. Mm. Uh, now continue on page 44.
0: In order uh, to expand the interface uh, in the 2016 US presidential election, the GRI units transferred many of the documents stole from the DNC and the chairman of Clinton's campaign to WikiLeaks. GRI officers used both uh, the DCL leaks and Lucifer 2.0 personas, to communicate with uh, Wikileaks through Twitter, private messaging, and through encrypted channels, including possibility through uh, Wikileaks' private communication system. So, it starts there. Right. Uh, uh, do you, we, we, I'll yeah. go into this next part. Uh
1: WikiLeaks, uh, in particular its founder Julian Assange, privately expressed opposition to candidate Clinton well before the first release of stolen documents. Uh, Assange wrote to other members and associates of WikiLeaks, uh, We believe it would be much better for a GOP win. Uh, Dems plus media plus liberals would then form a block to to rein in their worst qualities. With Hillary in charge, GOP will be pushing for her worst qualities... Dems plus media plus neoliberals will be mute. She's bright, well-connected, and a sadistic sociopath. (laughs) Other people are going to be really mad at that, but I find it hilarious. Because we talked about, during the election, how we thought if Hillary got in, we'd be going to war way faster than if Trump went in. Uh, Trump has proven that he is just as warmongering as any other politician at this point. But at the time, uh, it was a point. It was a point we were making as as well as Julian Assange, apparently. Uh, March, so March 2000... Of, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh,
0: okay. In March of 2026, uh, Wikileaks released a searchable archive of approximately 30,000 Clinton emails been obtained through uh, FOEI litigation while designing the archive. One Wikileaks member explain the reason for building the archive to another associate. We want... Uh, we want a responsory... Repository. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, to, co- yeah, to com- uh, become the place to search for background on Hillary plotting at the State Department during the 2000 and 2013. Firstly, uh, because it's useful And it will annoy Hillary. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it did. Uh, But secondly, because we want uh, to be seen as a resource player in the US election. Because uh, it it may uh, encourage people to send us even more important links. Right.
1: And it did. Yeah. And it did. All right. So this, I think this is the part, right. Let me make sure it is. Uh, right. This is actually super important. Okay. So WikiLeaks first contact with Goofs for 2.0 and DC Leaks. Shortly after GRU first release of stolen documents from DCLeaks.com in June, 2016, GRU officers also used DC Leaks persona to contact WikiLeaks about possible mm. coordination with future release of stolen emails. Uh DC Leaks sent a direct message to WikiLeaks noting You announced our you announced your organization was preparing to publish more Hillary emails. We're we're ready to support you. We have some sensitive information too. In particular her financial documents. Let's do it together. What do you think about publishing at the same time or at the same moment? Thank you. Around the same time, WikiLeaks uh, initiated communications with the persona G uh, Guccifer 2.0 shortly after it was used to release documents stolen from the DNC on June 22nd seven days after G- Guccifer 2.0 released the DNC documents weekly used Twitter's direct message function to contact Guccifer 2.0 and suggest that Guccifer send any new material stolen from the DNC here to us to review, and it will have a much higher impact than what you are doing. So they're saying it will release it, and people will believe us more than they're going to believe you because they don't know who you are. Right. All right. So right. on WikiLeaks again, and that's, tr- and that's true. And though. Right. Exactly. Uh, WikiLeaks again contacted Guus, uh, uh, through Twitter's pri- Oh wait, I just read that. Right. Okay. So, uh, and they wrote, "If you were, did I just read this?"
0: no 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 I didn't either.
1: okay they wrote if you are, have anything related you want uh, you want uh, you want in the next two is that what it is next two days preferably because the DNC approaching uh, and she will solidify Bernie supporters behind her after that or at, at, mm. uh, the goofs of her 2.0 persona responded okay I see Weekly explained we think Trump is only 25% chance of winning against Hillary. So conf- conflict between Bernie and Hillary is interesting, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the most interesting part right here. Both the GRU and WikiLeaks sought to hide their communications, which has the limited, uh, which has limited the office's ability to collect communi- all the communications between them. All right, here it is. Uh, get ready, everybody. Thus, although it is clear that the stolen DNC and Podesta documents were transferred from the GRU to WikiLeaks, the office was unable to identify the GRU uh, operating through its persona, Guccifer, and DC Leaks, transferred the stolen documents through WikiLeaks through an online archive uh, by the GRU. Assange had had access to the internet from the Ecuadorian embassy in London, and then they redact this part, I'm assuming that has something to do with it, right? Right. As far as, like, I'm assuming this has something to do with uh, the investigation into it Julian Assange and the extradition yeah. and everything else, right? Right. It's has an investigation technique. Okay, so let me see. Was that... So where's the part... Uh, is it the next page, then? Hmm, one second. Because I thought that was the part that said... Okay, I'm gonna go to page fifty-five. Okay, uh, which is page forty-six on your. Is that right? Right. So the, it says down here, uh, September twentieth, two thousand sixteen. WikiLeaks and DCLeaks resume communications in a brief exchange. DCLeaks emailed accounts DCLeaksProjects at gmail.com, Send an email to WikiLeaks account with the subject submission. And the a sub- message hi from DC leaks the email contained a PGP encrypted message with the file name wiki mail uh, text uh, the email however bears a number of similarities to GRU officers used the Guccifer 2.0 persona to give WikiLeaks access to an archive of DNC files okay the office cannot rule out this is the important part. Okay. This office cannot rule out that stolen documents were transferred to WikiLeaks through intermediaries or visit who visited the summer of 2016. For example, public reporting identified Andrew Muller... M- Mulligan? Andrew M- Muller Mon as a WikiLeaks associate who may have assisted with the transfer of these stolen documents to WikiLeaks. Mm. What does that mean? Uh... So, this office cannot rule out that the the documents were transferred to WikiLeaks through intermediaries. Meaning, WikiLeaks didn't, even if it did come from the Russians, WikiLeaks didn't know it came from the Russians. They didn't know they were, they weren't working with the Russians because they didn't even know it was the Russians. It says it right here Mm -hmm. in the document. So, this is proof that when it comes to, was WikiLeaks working with the Russians No, no, because they didn't know it was the Russians. The Russians might have been working with WikiLeaks, (laughs) but not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, bro? Yes, it says uh, they cannot uh, cannot rule out the stolen documents were transferred to WikiLeaks through intermediaries who visited during the summer of 2016. So, yeah. So this not only does this say that uh, this document say that. Trump didn't work with the Russians, it also says WikiLeaks didn't know they were working with the Russians. So mm. everything as far as Trump-Russia-Wikileaks- conspiracy theory, this do- this document does completely blow all of that out of the water. Alright, why don't you continue on the next page, bro? On 48? Yes.
0: On October uh, 7, uh, 2016, Wikileaks released their first email stolen from the Potestami email account. In total, Wikileaks released 3D, 33 tra- uh, traces stolen from emails uh, but, uh, stolen, uh, emails between October 7, 2016 and November 7, 2016. The releases include uh, private speeches given by Clinton. International communications between uh, Botesta and other high ranking members of the Clinton campaign and correspondence related to the Clinton Foundation. Hmm, we heard a little about that. In total, Wikileaks released over 50,000 documents stolen from the Botesta personal email account. In the last timing email released from Podesta account was stated um, March 21st, 2016, two days after the received the spreadsheet email uh, sent by Gay Air U, G-R-U. Right? Oh,
1: okay. I, <laughs> are you kind of trailed off there. All right. Um... In the we're we're going like super long, so in like the uh, in a in in an effort to kind of speed this up, let's see where should we go next? Um, I just totally lost our pl- my place. Uh, so that was d- them uh, uh, putting out the source material. So let's go down to. I want to get to the part where it's talking
0: about, um, it's on page 49. It's in the beginning of page 49. If it is the thing I'm thinking looking at after the U S intelligence community publicly announced its, its uh, assignment that Russia behind the hacking operation, Assange can uh, continue to deny that Clinton materials released by WikiLeaks had came uh, come from Russian hacking, according to the media reports. Assange told the U.S. congressman that the DNC hack was an inside job and proposed that it had physical proof that Russian has not given the material to Assange. Right. That was yeah exactly.
1: Um, and then actually after that, like after uh, what did you say? Page fifty-three, right? This was, yeah, uh, uh, 49. 49, right. After page 50... In the report. After page 50, you get into this, and it starts everything... Not everything, but a lot of it's redacted uh, stuff. As far as contacts with campaign about WikiLeaks, there's two sen- three sentences in this whole section that's not redacted. Um, on June 12, 2016, Assange claimed in television interview, he to having emails related to the Hillary Clinton To Hillary Clinton, which are are pending publication, but provided no additional contacts. In debriefing with the office, former deputy campaign chairman Rick Gates said that redacted harm to ongoing matter. Uh, Gates recalled candidate Trump being generally frustrated that Clinton emails had not been found. Uh, Paul Manafort would later become campaign chairman uh, redacted harm to ongoing matter. Uh, So this part is important, though. Assange claimed in a television interview to having emails related to the Hillary Clinton. So he said this June uh, 12th, 2016. So uh, now go to page 66 or page 58 in the actual document. Uh, October 7th, 2016, four days after the Assange press conference, the Washington Post published an Access Hollywood video that captured comments by candidate Trump some years Earlier and that was expected to adversely uh, adversely affect the campaign. Less than an hour after the video's publication, WikiLeaks released the first set of emails stolen by the GRU from the account of the Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta. So this mm. is they're suggesting here. What they are suggesting is that uh, WikiLeaks releasing the Podesta emails was uh, directly in Relation to the release of the Access Hollywood tapes, right, Fro? Is that what you, you right. get from this? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But let me point something out that we just read. Uh, that Julian Assange had said had re- come out. It says right here in it that he came out on television in June 12th. Assange claimed in a television interview to have. Emails related to the Hillary Clinton campaign, which are public, uh, which are pending publication, right? So everybody knew he that these emails were coming out. So let me suggest to you that it's the other way around, that mm. the uh, Access Hollywood tape was put out because people knew that the Hillary Clinton emails were going to be released. That the podest- they knew, they knew that the uh, Hillary Clinton emails were coming out, but how would um assange have known that the access hollywood tape was going to come out he didn't right right so uh, we should go to yeah assange. i'm just saying it, it there's a good possibility that the release of the access hollywood tapes was a reaction to assange coming out and saying i'm i go i'm have pending uh, publication of these hillary uh documents that could have been why the Access Hollywood tape was released, and then when they saw the Access Hollywood tape release come out in release in reaction to what he said, then they released the Podesta stuff. Does that make sense for him? Right. Right. Okay. Right. All right.
0: Continue. Uh, let's let's go to uh, uh, page fifty nine uh, in the report. Uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s interaction with, with like, This is very interesting. Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Trump Jr. Ha- had direct electronic communication with Wikileaks during the campaign period. On September 20, 2016, an individual called Jason uh, Fishbane sent uh, Wikileaks uh, pa- the password for a unlaunching website focused on Trump's unprecedented and dangerous ties uh, to Russia. Putintrump.org Okay. Uh, 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 Wikileaks publicly tweeted, let's bomb Iraq, progress for America pack to launch uh, putintrump.org at 9.30. So he had actually uh, contact with, with Wikileaks. It's very interesting.
1: Right. So, uh, several hours later, Trump emailed a, ver- a variety of senior campaign staff. This is guys. I got a weird Twitter DM from WikiLeaks. See below. I tried the password and it works. And about this section, the reference contains the next pick in terms of who is behind it. Not sure if this is anything, but it seems like this is really weekly. asking me as I follow them. And it, is is in a dm do you think oh do you know people mentioned and what the conspiracy they are looking for could be these are just screenshots but it fully built out but it's a fully built out page claiming to be a pack let me know your thoughts and if we want to look into it right so wikileaks Mm. was sending them this uh fake pack that was against them um and just pointing it out to them, I guess, is what happened yeah. Here.
0: yeah. Well, we could continue for ages between this report because it's very fucking interesting. But uh, what did, do you take out of this report? What is your conclusion when you have read all of it? And we have read all of right. it.
1: Right. I mean, there's a lot of very damning evidence, like you said, of very weird, crooked things happening in the White House, um, as far as, like, very, maybe not necessarily all the way up to illegal, but very slimy things happening, um, as far as him telling them to fire Mueller, and, but them not doing it, and other things where, like, um, they would say, hey, let's get a hold of WikiLeaks, and get them to do this, and then I think it was well, Jerome Corsi, and then he and he gives them like the information of how to get a hold of them, and then the people never do get a hold of them. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, mm-hmm. somebody said something, but then nothing ever came of it. Never came of it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that in it as well. Um, so, overall, there is some damning stuff in here. I'm not going to say there's not. But as far as Russia, Trump, WikiLeaks, that's not a, that it just shows that that's definitely not a thing, in, uh, and it never was.
0: Yeah, and it proves once and for all. So can we please stop talking about it? That Russia uh, and uh, Trump did not work together.
1: Let me suggest something else to you. Well, I don't think Trump ever really wanted to win the presidency. In, in the beginning. I don't even. I so, don't e- e- either. Why would he work with Russia if he never wanted to win?
0: You know. He had no interest in, in winning. In winning.
1: Right. So, no. so that kind of, if you believe that Trump never wanted to win in the beginning, then then this all doesn't make any sense. Um, I also wrote down here, fighting Russia Gators is like fi- fighting anti- anti-vaxxers. It's like they're never going <laughs> to listen. It's, you know, flat earthers. is the same thing. Another thing I wrote down <sighs> here, um, focusing on obstruction, it, it just hurts the case for Julian Assange and Chelsea Manning. Uh, we shouldn't be focusing on this oh, yeah. obstruction stuff. We should be focusing on the fact that uh, Assange is arrested and Chelsea Manning is in jail. We should be focusing on that, uh, instead of obstruction, I think personally, but especially since the Democrats have already come out and said they're not going to go for impeachment. It's not going to happen. So...
0: Well, enough about Russia collusion and everything. Let's talk about more interesting things now. It's, it's,
1: right, I'm sure there's a million things we missed in that and people are going to get really mad okay. at it, but like, we were just trying to cover the stuff we thought was the most important and that hadn't really been talked a lot about in other media because yeah. media, everybody's talking about obstruction, everybody's talking about uh, Trump-Russia, but I don't think a lot of people are talking about WikiLeaks. Uh, I
0: mean and I, I, I will say I will say this about the report. It doesn't make Trump look good. It shouldn't no, be no, proud no, not at all. He shouldn't be proud of this report at all.
1: I do think but that the mainstream media should be talking more about the WikiLeaks stuff in there because of the Assange arrest. I think it should be a bigger right. story than it is right now. But, yeah, let's move on.
0: Let's move on to the Oscars because uh, the Oscars decide Netflix is okay after all. Following DOJ warning, uh, Academy uh, will keep uh, accepting a libel required one week in LA th- theater, so they need to have it at least one week. So,
1: well, it says you're want, the un-
0: why won't you go into it?
1: It says here, the unchanged Rule maintains eligibility for films released in non-theatrical media, uh, examples, online streaming services, broadcast or cable TV and DVDs, on on or after the first day of their Los Angeles County theatrical qualifying run. Right, okay, so yeah, I Mm -hmm. guess you're right. The required seven-day theatrical run must include at least three screenings per day for paid admission. So they must have done that with ROMA. As far as like Netflix goes, yes,
0: they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, This is from
1: the Academy President. We support the theatrical experience as an integral part, an uh, integral art of motion pictures, and it and this weighs heavily in our discussions. Our rules currently require theatrical ex- exhibition, and also allow for broad selection of films to be submitted for Oscar consideration. We plan to further study the profound changes occurring in our industry and continue discussion with our members about these issues. So, it's not 100% like on the level where like you could just have a Netflix movie and it win an Oscar, but um, sounds like they're even talking about it, you know what I mean? But some there's got to be huge backlash against it from people like Steven Spielberg and others.
0: Yeah, I mean... Spielberg sc- should concentrate more about making good movies because it's been a little, quite a while since he came out with a good movie.
1: Right, well, I'm sure he's got enough money. He probably never needs to make another movie again, to be honest. <laughs> and he'd be just fine, you oh. know what I'm saying?
0: No, that's okay by me because the standard he has shown in the last movies has made his pretty awful. But um, I in the movie that uh, I, I was uh, very, very, very excited to see this week. It's a very small independent movie uh, that I'm sure you've never heard of. Uh, Adventures Endgame? Uh, yeah, i never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last uh, Avengers game. Uh, Yeah, I got the tickets to the uh, 4 o'clock viewing of Avengers Endgame today because I didn't want to be fucking spoiled all over the internet. Right. Uh, And also, it's three fucking hours long, so if you want to see it, see it, like, early in the afternoon. Um... I cried I cried two times during the movie. Uh, it is um, you know when they use the the term fan for a service and it's usually uh, used in a bad way. you know that, uh, that yeah uh, sure that, like fanboys yeah yeah but but no fan service. Sure. When yeah, but I mean own...
1: the same way fanboys is used in a negative way,
0: where it's like right. right. Yeah. So, in in a very 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 good way, this is fan service. It's it's it did something. Uh, it's very clearly an end of a chapter. It's very clearly an end of an era coming to a close, and I can. say with all my soul and all my tears and everything that I did not think they would land this. I did not think after the Thanos snap that uh, they would fix everything and land it even though they used three hours of a movie. I'm, a, I'm 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 going to say this and it will sound a little uh, strange. I almost wish this movie was 30 minutes longer. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, a 3-hour movie and I wasn't satisfied. But but, but because it's so much crammed into to one movie, I felt I felt like everything that I was fearing that they 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 would do I was like okay okay I'm okay by this uh, there's there's a huge plot thing that I will not talk about in the first like 10 minutes and and I go like whoa fuck they did this and then uh, they like go from there and to the ending it's so beautifully made look this is getting. A ten out of ten, and I, I, I can't wait to see it again. It's a movie that that shook shook me to my bones.
1: I, I, I feel uh, like a bit of deja vu from the last Avengers movie that you said almost the exact uh-huh. same thing, and then like four months later you were like, you know that movie wasn't all that great.
0: <laughs> remember that? Well, well, I I saw it again, and I I said it wasn't as emotional. It was still more. Sure, movie okay. Movie. It's always going to be more emotional oh.
1: the first time because you don't know know what's going right. to happen. Yeah,
0: okay. It was still a good movie. I I thought of the Avengers Endgame I don't. I think. Uh, uh, I just remember you uh, saying it wasn't as good uh, later. As like good after the remember. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it went down. To to an eight and a half later, uh, I, I remember I gave the tennis a snap, but a ten out of ten. Right, right. but but this this is this is different. They do a uh, very back to the future thing with with this. That is one of the most amazing things about it. Other than that, well, I will just like. Keep away! I'm not going to spoil anything, so I oh, just yeah. go, go and watch it if if you if you want to see it. See it, soon because people are going to talk spoilers around it uh, in the cooler in your workplace because it's very it's very um, it's going to be a very uh, successful uh, movie, and I'm going to guess that it breaks every fucking cinema record. Sure. Okay, I saw
1: a movie called Mid Nineties. Right, I couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, uh, Jonah Hill directed this film.
0: Was it about the mid nineties? Maybe.
1: Yeah, it's about this kid in the mid nineties, uh, skate- oh. skateboarder kid who like is a younger kid uh, who wants to hang out with the older skateboarder kids uh, who are kind of a bad crowd, I guess. Um, this movie was, like, really... It, it, it's the opposite of Avengers. <laughs> it's the most opposite. It's very indie. Uh, shot 4-3 uh, to, to have that 90s look. It's very, very indie looking. Um, but also, it's very disconnected. Like, there's a few problems here. Number one, some of the skateboard brands that they are, like... The kids are, like, wearing shirts of and things like that didn't exist in the 90s. So there's actually product placement uh-huh. from now that like maybe they were around, but as far as like I was a skateboarder in the '90s, those weren't brands that anybody would have been wearing if they did exist. Um, right. But I don't think they did. I don't think Chocolate, the skateboarding brand, was a thing in the '90s. But that that somebody's wearing a shirt of that and they're talking about it. Uh, that's a big problem. And the other thing is this movie is trying to be a whole bunch of things at once. Like it's tr- it's like mm-hmm. talking about domestic violence and is talking about uh, it, it's bringing up how we used to just use the bad language as far as uh, about uh, gay people just nonchalantly and and, uh, and black people and other things it used to be a nonchalant so it's bringing up like these cultural issues of how it was in the 90s compared to how it is today and it's trying but it's also talking about like underage drinking and drinking and driving and all these other things it's like it's trying to be way too many things. I gave this a 3.5. I thought this movie was pretty bad. It felt like one of those things where like, oh shit, we ran out of money, just throw it together and put it out.
0: Aww. Right. I remember we talked about that movie. I think we had it for another digital citizen review thing. It's very In possible.
1: One? It's from 2018. I think it's the end of 2018 is when it came out. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I didn't see anything else. No, that's all I saw. I mean, it was a busy week, so. I saw 10 minutes of homecoming. (laughs) But that's another uh, aspect. Uh, Should we move on, maybe? To the audio trailer. Fucking hell. No, we
1: gotta do the movie bet.
0: We did. Oh, yeah,
1: we did a movie bet, didn't right. we? Right. Uh, me and Fro, uh, I picked, uh, we we do a movie bet every once in a while, or every month, depending uh, on if we have something else to bet on, but this month we did a movie bet, we bet on which movie of the month is going to have the best opening weekend profits, and then whoever wins gets to pick a topic. I picked Hellboy. Yeah, and we banned
0: the Avengers, because we all knew it was going to win.
1: Right it got kicked out of the competition because it wasn't it wouldn't be fair if it was in there so no so i picked hellboy which uh domestic opening weekend twelve million uh forty five thousand uh and fro picked shazam fifty three million five hundred thousand <laughs> So, <laughs> I think I won. <laughs> I think Fro won by uh, almost forty thousand. Yeah, so yeah, forty one thousand no. about.
0: It it's it's uh it's okay.
1: Oh no, forty one million. <laughs> I didn't even get that
0: right. Forty one million, right? Yeah. No, uh, I mean, uh, I could tell you that already, but uh. No, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's funny to, to win again. Um, hey, look, guess what? What? We're doing Project Blue Book. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Because of the TV show.
1: Yeah. I got to imagine when we go into it, the TV show is going to almost have nothing to do with the actual thing, but that's fine.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We, we have not looked into Project Book. I love conspiracy theories, so yeah, why not?
1: It should be interesting. I, I'm into it. I mean, it was a good TV show as well, so. So mm-hmm. now let's listen to the audio trailer for Breakthrough. Rise and shine. Breakfast is ready
0: in 10 minutes. Oh! And don't make me come back up there. I don't this is the second time in a row we have uh, an actor from uh, This Is ready. Us. In a movie. I've never seen that show, but
1: I've definitely seen this lady before in something. What do you guys have on for the rest of the Well, Don has a basketball game. Yeah, I've seen this guy it up around here. This kid is so...
0: We had the uh, Afro-American from uh, This Is Us last week, and we have the woman from This Is Us this week. This That's what. It's probably because they're both Christian movies, right? We're training
1: for the Olympics, sir. I don't... I don't know. This is definitely a Christian movie, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, and it's got the guy from that '70s show in it. We didn't mention that. It's gonna be a recovery, not a rescue. Okay, so we got a dead kid here. There's nothing more we can do. Please, God, Send your holy spirit, to save my son. So the Christians are really into making movies this year, by the way, Fro. A fourteen-year-old Oh
0: my God! <laughs> oh, I know that guy. I don't, that. I don't mean that ironically at all, either. And I know that guy, the Doctor. It's got some yeah.
1: actors I know, actually. That guy is from Allstate Insurance commercials.
0: That's where I know him from.
1: <laughs> Topher, yeah, Topher Grace. Was- That's his name.
0: He was he was the president in in uh twenty-four. In the water that day. I was ready to give up, but then I hear this voice telling me go back. Either I'm nuts or guns talking to you. Or I don't believe in God. And I believe, but maybe that only
1: goes so far with something like this. Was I don't Owen Wilson? <laughs> no, that was not. It's just a guy that looked no. like Rowan Wilson. Did looked like Jim. It's gone viral. Something right. about saying it's gone viral is super cringe now, isn't it? Yeah. But they also did say, I've seen this guy hoop it up before, earlier in the whole
0: So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Look, like, I don't really want to know.
1: Based on a true... In- uh, Based on an inspirational true story of one mother's unfaltering love in the face of impossible odds, when Joyce Smith's adopted son John falls through the icy Missouri lake, all hope seems lost, but John lies lifeless, uh, and Joyce refuses to give up. Her son's steadfast belief inspires those around her to continue to pray for John's recovery, even in the face of every case in history and scientific, scientific prediction. Nice, right? So it's believe it's like magic is real movie, exactly. Cool, all right. Well, I went to the Facebook yeah. page, I'll go first this time. Um, and it's all positive basically because they clearly are curating the Facebook page, there's not a single no. negative thing on their whole thing. Uh, but I'll do a couple of the positive ones, they're going to be super obvious. You're going to see this a lot on their facebook page. Uh wow god still doing miracles. Have had front row seat to a few in my life. Uh Jim an- Angelo says, "I so love this movie. I literally caught cried for hours straight. God is with us. I felt his calm serenity. Di- driving through the walls of flames during the campfire fire in Paradise, California. I am eternally grateful for his miracles." Uh just saw the movie. It was amazing. Great acting and powerful message. Trust and believe. It's all God asks you to do. Thank you. But then I found one from Jonathan Zamora, Fro, who I Ooh. I love this guy. He says, it's not impossible. Many people are able to re- be revived after drowning in fridge water because the low temperature reduces the heartbeat and redistributes redistributes oxygen to the vital organs. This reduces the brain's need for oxygen, which increases the rate of survival after the body has been without oxygen for a prolonged period of time. <laughs> Guess what? He didn't get any likes on their Facebook page.
0: <laughs> but you didn't say I'm the beast uh, and things like that you forgot. Did I totally skip over that? Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's
1: see. Uh, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, 57 out of 10 on IMDb. 47% on Metacritic. Yep.
0: Cool. Braden P. said... Uh, give it one... Uh, half a score. Half a point. I mean... The actors tried so hard in this movie. They gave it a role, But I think the average... Can't say this boring hunk of junk... From falling subtle trope of all. The end already... Uh, the end already movie. I'm going... Uh, I'm fucking tired of uh, and want to go to sleep. But this movie drags on longer than it would be uh, able to. uh, It's very boring, cliche, and it's stupid in any way. I hate this movie with a burning passion. (laughs) I hope it doesn't get any money at all. And yes, I do hope the kid from the real uh, accident is doing fine. But this movie is just isn't good. At all. Yeah. Okay. So he loved
1: he loved it. Okay, where do I guess I'm gonna go and do some of the movies that are come that also came out last week. Uh the Curse of La I don't know how to say this. La, Rona La Rona. <laughs> the Curse of La Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not what I want to call
1: it. But yes. Uh, okay. In 1970s Los Angeles, the legendary ghost La Llorona is stalking is stalking the night and the children, ignoring the eerie warnings of a troubled mother. A social worker and her own kids are drawn into a frightening su- supernatural realm. Uh, Five point nine out of ten on IMDb. Thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. of Google users liked it, and I'm seeing a 4.1 out of 5 on Facebook for some reason for this movie. Uh, Let's see, anybody we know in it? Not really. Uh, I mean, these are a lot of people I've seen before, but uh, like Raymond Cruz, I've seen him in something, you know, that kind of person. I'm not seeing a whole lot of big name actors, though.
0: Okay. And what is the other movie? Uh,
1: penguins, a Disney nature film? Uh, mm-hmm. A feature film, Penguins is coming age story about Adelaide Penguin named Steve, who joins millions of fellow males in the icy Ar- Antarctic spring on the quest to build a, su- a suitable nest and find a partner and start a family. I could have sworn they already made Aww. this movie, right? <laughs> March of the Penguins, but all right. It's It's called Happy Feet, yeah. And Happy Feet, right. Uh, let's yeah. see. I'm seeing a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.9 Whoa. out of 10 on IMDb. That's good. hmm. Starring a bunch of
0: penguins. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Is there no actors in there? <laughs> well, that's such. That's just silly. Hey, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: We plugged the Audible trial and everything already, so no, I'm good. Uh, Plug your podcast, your other podcast.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm on another podcast that would all talk about wrestling because Brock Lesnar did not uh, continue to win his title or I wouldn't be on that show. Um, But yeah, listen to that wrestling show with me and uh, that uh, wrestling man also called My Fantastic Friend Bill. 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 Hello, Bill. Hello. Bill. Yeah, I asked him to be on the 200 show without asking you before, and now I'm telling everybody he's going to be here on the 200 show without asking you. Sure, it's fine with me. <laughs> Not a, I don't have an issue with it. <laughs> because we're going to have a tournament that requires three people.
1: Okay. Uh, Anything else? What do we got? What else we got? I I posted something up. You you can look at there in our Skype chat if you want to go to that thing. Okay.
0: Total things.
1: Okay. What is this? Remember that time we found that Sims thing that was the Bad Girls Club, the Sims version on YouTube. This is. Oh my God, Big Brother. (laughs) Big Brother Canada, and if you go back, it's got like Big Brother UK and everything else. It's the, it's got like thou thousands of these, and they all have like ten or twelve, thirteen views. There's like no nobody watching them, but this person just continues to make them. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's it's good, but it's just amazing that how the amount of content that's here and like the dedication wow. this person is obviously putting into it.
0: Wow! 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 I can't wait to see some of this. <laughs> yeah, I I loved, I love. loved it like that. I, it's so, so... It's so, so silly, weird. yeah. Yeah. Is there any news that we have forgotten to cover? Anything uh, else we should talk about?
1: Well, there's that comedian that won the election. Uh, where was it? Oh, that? yeah, in... Uh, Ukraine? Ukraine. I, I want to say... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. He won by like yeah, 75% as well. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. a
0: landslide landslide, landslide. crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's almost a little like dangerous to talk about it because like uh I I don't want to jinx it but U- Ukraine is very very close to Russia and Russia loves Ukraine. I sure. mean they have inv- invaded them before. It, Right. right. Is he a open uh, Putin
1: supporter? I don't know. I know that he's a is socialist. He I know that of him. So he's not a capitalist. Okay. So that I know Putin okay. is probably not. Would probably rather have a capitalist in there. Is my guess. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I haven't looked yeah. into that enough. I, I'm probably talking out my ass here. Uh Probably. But that's what we do on this podcast. Welcome well, this part of the podcast, yeah. Is. The Jeremy podcast, yeah. yeah. Actually, <laughs> I was in town yesterday, and I went... And you, you don't have Arby's in Norway, do you? Arby's roast no, beef? No. They, they sell yeah. roast beef sandwiches? Uh, and I was like, I saw a sign, that said two for six, gyro, 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 hero. What do you say? Gyro.
0: I, I have no clue what you're talking about. It's like a, a Greek...
1: Pita like usually has meat in it, uh, okay. kind of like a kebab, but different. It's okay. Greek. Um, they were they're selling them, and I, I saw the sign, and it said they had a roast beef gyro, a turkey gyro, or a Greek gyro. And I was like, Wait, what? That's not a. Are you just cooking up Greek people and putting them in
0: a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, it's the uh, it's the it's Hannibal Lecter's favorite uh, place to eat.
1: All right they uh, clearly they meant lamb like lamb you know is like <laughs> yeah, greek yeah, but they yeah. they didn't want to put lamb on there because then it makes you think oh I'm eating this baby animal you know what I mean so yeah uh, mm-hmm. they wrote greek but it that doesn't sound good either to
0: be honest guys much much better to eat humans <laughs> <laughs> I I I would be a very very good cannibal I think I I think a good cannibal I don't
1: know if that those things even go together
0: Oh yeah 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 I like uh, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't mind eating out with uh, if Hannibal Lecter made me a meal I I would eat it I wouldn't even think about it what it was.
1: I would want I it to be infused yeah. with CBD, though, probably.
0: <laughs> Bringing it back around. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Yeah, no, I can't I can't wait uh, with that. Uh, hey, we, we have a podcast planned for ne- next week. Also, it's funny how that works. Yeah. Um, do you think we're going to talk about news of the week next week? yes probably
1: cover joe biden announcing more than likely even though we kind of already covered it
0: <laughs> uh, oh please don't do it the show please uh, we will the eurovision what did i say malta and cyprus uh, malta yes. and
1: greece yes or cyprus i wrote down greece
0: oh I'm I meant Cyprus
1: I always do jo- I just go off whatever you send me <laughs> so
0: yeah multi Cyprus I meant Cyprus oh okay uh anyway uh yeah but because I don't I, I think we did the Greek because I'm hundred percent sure we didn't the the multi and Cyprus yeah. anyway you got me. Uh, we do that next week Let, listen to it next week uh, then we will do another digital review of The White. Is that a documentary about snow? It's called The White Crow. Oh, The White Crow. <laughs> is that a documentary about albino crow?
1: Albino crows, yes. It's an
0: albino crow yes. movie. Yes. Is it, is it the following to The Crow? It could because be it could be a
1: kids cartoon where like the albino crow is like the odd duck out and it's kind of like a Rudolph <laughs> or, the Red
0: Nose ro- Reindeer kind of story. You know what I mean? I think it's the fo- a follow up to the crow because the actor of that is very very white right now. I mean, he's very very dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that was the the part I was making then we will do a movie review we have not done this in a while and um, we will link it into a a conspiracy theory that's very popular on the internet about uh, animals uh, like living from the past living on uh, on earth right now so uh, we will talk about the silence Because uh, that's what all silence is about. Sorry for spoiling the movie for you now. Okay. No, it's fine. Uh, I've seen part of the preview.
1: I've seen part of the preview. I didn't watch
0: the whole thing, Uh, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. But we're we're going to cover cover that movie. And, uh, yeah, that's everything we have planned for next week. So... I guess I can say goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.